Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome. On this holy shit, it's a real big Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. The sports program starts now. Much mana. Much mana to all you as well. Pat, why are you sitting in the introduction? Normally you're standing, moving around. Got a lot of people telling me I make a mancy whenever I'm standing. Well, today happens to be a day where my legs are a little bit sore. Oh, <laughs> really? We've been playing a lot of Thunderball in the morning. We've been doing a lot of extra workouts. Legs are a little sore, but I... the energy is high because there's a lot to talk about in this particular Time of the offseason. Hell yeah. Obviously, we're just nine days away from the draft. Holy shit. Close. Okay, big things are coming next Thursday night as we host the fourth annual, fourth annual, fourth annual, fourth annual draft spectacular, which is our biggest show of the year. Minus Aaron Rodgers coming out of the dark hole saying that he uh, yeah. wants to play for the Jets. Yeah, well, there's 498,000 concurrence. That's, that's never going to happen. That was a top 20 YouTube live of all time. Yep. So I don't know if that's going to happen again, but definitely biggest show of the year. Draft Spectacular will have giveaways, big time surprises, and we'll ride the wave of emotions as dreams come true for 31 college players. Oh, Normally 32, Miami Dolphins lost their pick because their owner was snooping around in New England when Tom Brady was there offering him shares of the team to come play quarterback for the Dolphins. That's right. They lose their number one pick. 31 picks, but there's going to be a lot of action. Who even knows what's going to happen at the top? Every single day, we got a new narrative to think about. Speaking of a new narrative to think about, we got Dan Orlovsky joining us today. Okay. He'll be joining us about 56 minutes or so. Obviously, he's the face of ESPN quarterback talk. He went on and chatted with Peter King, still alive, doing the Monday morning uh, quarterback. Yep. Football morning in America. Football morning in America. America, formerly of the Monday morning yeah. quarterback. Yep. Great writer, knows everybody in the NFL. Dan Orlovsky did a Q&A with him, listing out his top five quarterbacks. His second one coming in the draft class is certainly one we'll chat about. Yeah. Is Anthony Richardson over... Uh, oh, interesting. Anthony Richardson's number two overall. Boy, interesting. 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 We'll talk to him. He knows a lot about quarterbacks, been around a lot of them, played in the NFL a long time. Now everybody's going to say he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. We concur. So does he. Yes. But he does know the NFL rather well, has been in there, and has watched the film. The motherfucker watches too much film. He He, he does. And speaking of knowing the game, joining us live on stage in the studio for yet another week in a row, we can't thank him enough, wearing an incredibly fresh prime Atlanta Falcons jersey, Adam Pacman Jones. You look awesome. Oh, thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? The idea, look good, play good, pay good. Smell me. Smell me. Smell me. Pay good, play good. No, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good. Yeah. Pay good, live good. Right. And if you live good, you die good. Amen. And that's all we're trying to do here. Shots, mm-hmm. Brock. Thank you, Brock. Good luck out there in Colorado. He looks fucking cool in every single video oh. I've seen. Yeah. I do wonder if any of his contract is incentive-based for ticket sales like he had at Jackson State because I did see that they post. Uh, they sold out all their season tickets yeah. this year at Colorado. First yeah, time in like 40 years. How about He's a business man. man. He is unbelievable. I'm happy that we're representing him on the stage, and I'm happy that you're here another week, Pac-Man. going to be a lot of good conversations that will need you to kind of set us straight on. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Speaking of setting straight, how are you and the Saints fans? You guys good yet? Oh, yeah, we good. Okay. We good. Nice. Okay. I like when that happens. We've seen you kind of went to bat yet again, Adam, right. this weekend with that little selfie video. I well, you, 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 I'll stand on what I said. You know, it's a lot of diehard Saints fans that don't believe in what I said. And so, you know, that's why you have a debate. They got a lot of who dat. 
Yeah. You know, in their uh, mm-hmm. in their Twitter bios, I was seeing the people that you were going at back and forth with. You're never going to win that. USA Today had an article about it. So <laughs> yeah. anytime that starts happening, you got no fucking shot. That's the internet. But I do appreciate the fact that you can have that take, and people actually take it serious. Because if we start saying that stuff, nobody takes us serious. Nope. Never. Speaking of taking nobody serious, the talks tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Not talking about you two. I'm talking about how you guys view uh, the rest of the world. Uh, sure, sure. Speaking of at Boston Connor, speak, uh, treating nobody with respect. That's right. The only people you really like are potentially people from Boston. Yeah. The Bruins, massive win last ah, night without the captain. The NHL playoffs were electrifying last evening, and obviously Pasta got the first goal for the yep. Bruins, and the Bruins are going to win, but the NHL had a big-time night. Yeah, unbelievable. The Minnesota Wild won in double overtime. Again. Double overtime. Double OT mm-hmm. with like seven minutes to go in double OT, so it wasn't just you know right away. It was almost damn near you know five periods of hockey, and then yeah, obviously we had the Hurricanes beating the hell out of the Islanders, and last but not least, the Kings beat the Oilers, and the Oilers are kind of entering that, you know, Shohei Otani on the good team is never going to do anything good with McDavid, okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. McJesus might never win a fucking thing with the Oilers. Maybe he should come down to Boston and play with us, too. I don't think he should go to Boston. That place sucks, but... well. Well, actually, sorry. He should play with Boston. I've heard is a great city. Great, great city. city. Team but, is even better. But the Bruins already got enough. They didn't even have Patrice uh, Bergeron, the captain. They, right. No problem. Didn't yeah. need him. Cakewalk. They won the most games since 2005. The Bruins are okay. Ever. He needs to come down to the hockey done. Well, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See, Nick knows what hell I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, would you trade Crosby for him? No, no Crosby's no, you, on the team. He Ooh. plays with Sid for a year. He learns how to win cups, and then Sid rides off into the glory. All right, let's knock this off. Boom. Hockey boom. Town is in Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. That's Let's not what, act like Pittsburgh's even that? close. That's what hockey is, though. Hockey is a place that used to be played in Detroit. Now it's played in every other city that has a team, sure. mm-hmm. and certainly in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, with the longest playoff series oh, run yeah. in the history of sport over the former. last 15 years. Since yeah, 2005. Right. Former. Playoff run. Potentially ever. We're rebuilding. Anyways, that fucking guy does need to go to a good team. Connor McDavid, for those that don't know hockey, I understand, because you probably came from a city that didn't have a hockey team. There's a lot of those. Hockey is a great sport. It is watched by a lot of people, but nowhere near as many people that should watch hockey. Yes. Hockey playoffs are fucking awesome. Unbelievable. Flying around. The athletic skill is at a very high level. The physicality is at a very high level. And the highlights that are coming out of it, very high level. I mean, it is literally top tier across the board, but not a lot of people get into hockey. The reason why is because they don't take advantage of their stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, Their stars are very, I don't want to say quiet, conservative. Mm-hmm. They're not really role models Team. or influencer or like, hey, people know that guy, want to like that guy, want to root for that guy. There's a dude playing for the Oilers in Connor McDavid who's allegedly the top Four hockey player of all time. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's what people are saying. Yes. Nobody has a clue he fucking exists. He is young, but he's been in the league for how long now, Nick? Four years? No, about seven or eight now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, exactly. Nobody yeah. fucking even knows this guy. Bingo. Get him on a team. No offense, Oilers. I know it's big up there. But if we want to grow the sport, we need the Connor McJesuses of the world to be seen by everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's living in Pac-Man's house needs to be able to see Connor McJesus yep. do his thing big. on an ice skating every night. Yes. Like we need that to start happening for the good of hockey. But the LA Kings get a big time win in overtime. Minnesota double overtime. The Boston Bruins get a fucking win. Of course they do. And then obviously the Canes take down the Islanders. Shout out Frankie Borelli. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's a heartbreak. Tough night. 
Yeah, it's tough to win down there in Hurricane. Uh, a lot of crazy caniacs. Oh, yeah. Well, they one, also have that siren it, thing. Yeah, one of their right. injured players rang it, and the people were going nuts. Normally, it's like Bill Carr or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, or like the Duke football coach or something. Mike yeah. Elko was yeah. there last night. He did. Okay. Yeah. But you almost you almost rang it that one. I was time. asked to. I said, no, thank you. I'm a Packers fan. But it is thank quite you. an honor to be able to do that. Thank you, Bill Carr. Yeah, what's that about? Well, he moved the area. I think he's pretty tight with everybody. Uh, okay, he's sure. a good guy. Uh, NBA had big time night last night, too. At Tone Diggs, one half of the hammer. Damn. Cowboys. All anybody's talking about is Draymond Green stepped on a guy. Mm-hmm. Is that the big story of the night for the NBA playoffs, Tone? Yeah, I would say that's a big story. The uh, Nets went up early on the Sixers, but the Sixers came back and handled business. That series too well. That one's that one's not going to last very long. And then, yeah, the, the, uh, the biggest news of the night is Kings going up 2-0 on the Warriors. Uh, and Draymond... I mean, it wasn't his, it wasn't his worst step or kick or tackle of all time, but as True. far as basketball goes, it's something that I, I don't think you're allowed to do slash supposed to do. So that is what everyone's talking about today. I do like that it was a little bit of a coup de gras there at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Finn Baller, mm-hmm. obviously fourteen staples on his head. Um, guy was holding his leg. Yeah, the bonus is a dog. Draymond's a dog. I guess yep. the refs can't really do anything in that situation. Looks bad. A lot of eyes are on this particular thing. You did stomp on him. Mm-hmm. He's holding my leg. We got to kick you out. Like, that's <laughs> one of those. Yeah. That's like when a guy in a deck hockey game takes his yeah. stick, slaps a guy that's in the crowd right in the face, yep. and then thinks, it's like, yo, we, we kind of have to kick you out for that. That's what I feel like they had to do for Draymond. Fuck all that. I like that he talks shit afterwards, and that's who Draymond is. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some stats, Pack. Here we go. Since the seven-game series has started for the NBA playoffs, Teams that go up 2-0 have won 92% of the series. Wow. The Sacramento Kings, I know that place was rowdy last night. That city has been upside down because of the Kings' uh, success. If they go on the knockout Golden State, we're talking about Rudy-type stuff. Oh, yeah. We're talking about underdog stories that are fantastic. And on the other side, 2-0 as well. There are going to be a couple quick sweeps here early in the uh, NBA playoffs. And what do you think about Golden State potentially not making it back? I, 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 first of all, Golden State haven't played defense not now one of these games. The Kings have came out came out and played um, unbelievable defense and have scored at will. I don't think Golden State win this series. Yeah, well, they ninety two percent of the time it says yeah. they will not go on. Uh-uh. They would have to find themselves in the eight percent of the time yeah. where you're down 2-0 and come back and win a seven game series. Let alone first round, second round, when that is. Oh yeah, first round I assume down 2-0 probably out. Oh yeah, I would bet. I would I would I would assume yeah. probably Majority. much higher rates just because of the differentiator mm-hmm. uh, of skill. But Steph and Clay, you can't yeah. count Steph out. You can't, he, he's one of the faces of the NBA. He, he can give you 70 on one night. Mike can give you 40 on one night. But this Golden, I mean, this Kings team, they're a good team. This team is excited when they had a, a white chocolate, I would say. Jay Will. Mm-hmm. Jay Will, way back in that time. This is a good team. It's going to be hard because um, Steph, I mean, Kirk, Coach Curry done switched it up. He done, he don't know what to do. He slowed it down. They done went with a smaller lineup. Um, I don't think this is a good match for them. And with all the shit that's going on with Draymond, it worked at the beginning. That shit is not working right now. All the tag. How about when he yeah. punched Jordan Poole in the face? It, it, yeah. It's not working right now. <laughs> was, how, about when he, how about when he just punched Jordan Poole right in the face? That's how the season started. Exactly. Yeah. And then the season potentially going to end with Draymond <laughs> stomping somebody, getting kicked out, team going down 2-0, mm-hmm. and getting beat by the Sacramento King, who people didn't even know was in the NBA. No offense. No, no, <laughs> no offense. They're since, plus twenty five thousand yeah. to win their division at since the start of the season. Yeah, you ask yeah. a lot of people in cities that don't have NBA teams. All right, 
list off every NBA team in California. If you get it right, you will win a million dollars. I would assume in Pittsburgh, huh, 75 to 80% of the people are not saying Sacramento Kings. At least. Sure. They, they don't even get a chance might to think about it. Yeah, right. it might be 90, 95%. Might be. Like you go to another city that doesn't. Now, Indiana obviously loves basketball, so it's hard for me to say you go here. But you go to any city that doesn't have an NBA team. Ohio. You go to Ohio. Yeah, go, go to any part yeah. of Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Go to any part of yeah. Ohio. Even yeah. maybe people in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Since, you know, the Cavaliers I've heard are even better. But even there, because it's a football state. Right. You go, hey, name all the teams in California. They go, well, start in LA. You got the Lakers. You got the Clippers. Oh, you try to give me a Golden State. Yeah, Golden State's mm-hmm. up there. Golden State is also there. And uh, San Diego, they don't have a team anymore, right? No. No? Okay, that's it. Final answer. Give me my million. And like, Sacramento Kings. Yeah. They're still in? That Ooh. would be the, yeah. the reaction. I thought they were expansion. Didn't they go to Oklahoma City? Yeah, didn't work. Mm-hmm. The team went to San Antonio. Like, that's how people would think. Yeah. Now they're about to beat fucking Steph Curry. Clay, Clay Thompson couldn't make a shot. No. There, there was a couple moments where ball goes to Clay Thompson. And it's like, hey, it's the playoffs, Clay. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, this is what Clay does. And it was not a make. Feels like in the past, those balls are going in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they lost their stats? Let me give you a stat. Have they lost their way over there? You're talking about stats, okay? Love them. Warriors this year. They were on the road for the first two games. They are 11 and 31 on the road this year. Eesh. They are 33 and 8 at home. So if anything is good for them, they got these next two games at home. They are going to eventually have to win one on the road, though, if they want to win this. That's game. because that pregame shot that Steph does goes right. in uh-huh. more at home That's right. than it does on the road because mm-hmm. he has the spot on the stage. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like you go to a you go to a show or something, they got little X's on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nowhere to go. Okay, this That's is your mark here. This is yeah, your mark. Mm-hmm. So at the Golden State House. Oracle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steph has all his marks. Hey, this is a 55% yeah. throw high, big bounce, fall in. And when that ball falls, it's not just Steph. No. Clay Thompson feels that. Yeah, the mm-hmm. crowd. Draymond Green says, you know what? Yep. Instead of stomping on somebody tonight, I'll just kind of let it pass and then yeah. I'll tackle him the next series. Okay. Like I have actually done in the past. Mm-hmm. Like just the vibes are so much better there. So maybe if they are able to get back home, they tie this thing up. It's 2 2 1 1 1. Yep. Is that what it yeah. is? Yep. Mm, I don't think so. What? Yeah, you just said you're not going to be able to get it. You don't think they'll be able to win two straight at home? We just heard some great stats saying they're... 11 and 31 and 30 versus 33 and 8 at home. That is... I'd assume that's the wildest uh, discrepancy of all time. So are they mentally weak? They just don't uh-huh. like sleeping in hotel beds? Or tummies hurt? What happened? Uh, Sounds like know. it. Take tummies might hurt. There. Tummy hurts. You think a tummy's hurt, Pac? I don't know. You know that at-home routine is, is a lot better than going on the road. Agreed, but they're professionals, and they clearly suck on it. They can't figure it out. Can we get some four-season pillows? I was on something this weekend. Best pillows I've ever had really? in my life. Unbelievable. Looking for these pillows mm-hmm. to travel with me to my house. Like, even mm-hmm. to – they just can't find a good pillow, good night's rest. Stats, too. They score better at home, too. Um, yeah. They do not shoot the ball good on the road. Um, this is where they want to be. Yeah, step, best bro. bet is to take them to win the series. Whoa, have to, because if they do go on to win the series, and like, because this is the conversation, you can't rule out Steph and Clay. And there's the whole like game six Clay and the sixth game of the series. The last one was yeah. Early. All right, we'll see. Clay, I, Clay didn't even know what a hoop was yesterday. Yeah, so. And then well, one game. Everybody marries Russell Westbrook. He won three or nineteen. He was like he took over that fucking game. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook took took over that game defensively, effort wise, in the sweets. When he went and fought that guy in front of his kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, he took over that entire arena, even though he could not make a fucking bucket. It's like, yo, Clay, we need you to start 
Steph too, I think, right? You want to say you want to see somebody that took over arena? Did y'all get to see Embiid? Embiid was eighteen of he had eighteen rebounds, eighteen points. Um, like he had an unbelievable. How much did you say they were down? Sixers? The Sixers, oh. I think they were down by like 10 in the yeah. second quarter yeah. at one point. And then they won by 12. They covered. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the Sixers. Shout out to basketball happens. Yeah, here yeah. we go. We'll get somebody who knows more about basketball the next time we dive in and talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But it is big news. Draymond Green stepped on a motherfucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And then he got ejected. And that has led to a lot of people tweeting yeah. about all of the things that Draymond Green has done throughout his NBA career. It's surprising he's still liked. You know, like he uh, <laughs> he does that podcast and people yeah. love it. We assume this next one's going to be awesome. Yep. Created new media pretty much. Oh, yeah. yeah. New media. Mm-hmm. Hashtag new media. Yeah. I, I forgot about that whole thing. Yeah. Thing. Logan Swaim up for an Emmy yeah, as well. Obviously, over there, the, Forbes thirty under thirty or forty under forty. Yeah. Boom! It was. Shout out the Volume Network yeah. doing that. Hashtag New Media creating it. The whole thought, though, that all those highlights or lowlights, I guess we'll call them, happen, and he's still very well respected. I think goes on to say how cool of a guy he probably yeah, is for sure. But also, has to be a really cool guy. To do all that type of stuff and still be liked by people. But also why he gets absolutely no benefit of the doubt from the refs. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, dickhead, we've seen you do this a billion times. Like, you you intentionally stepped on him. Now we got to throw you out of the game. He did a Hulk Hogan boot to the face <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as a guy was just trying to run a classic pick and roll. Mm-hmm. He does not care middle of a game. And then, what? Yeah. <laughs> Foot mm-hmm. up six feet in the sky, right on the jaw after doing yeah, this. right. Uh-huh. And what? NBA is the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They complain about every single call. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, everything is a call in basketball, which is why after the Tim Donahue situation takes place, it's hard not to say, oh, everything's rigged. Mm -hmm. That is all fake. Because a guy would just accidentally boom, and then, oh, and one. Then he overhits out of nowhere. Yep, yeah. Excuse me. What all are you controlling? How much do you know about? Mm -hmm. Because if everything can be a foul, how does that... Mm -hmm. And not a lot of power mm-hmm. in those whistles. And points. And then people bitch about every single call, so yeah. they don't think it should be called. It's an interesting dilemma that the NBA has with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a huge storyline for tonight because St- Scott Foster is refereeing the Suns-Clippers game. And Scott Foster Chris Paul. 14-0 against Chris Paul. Is al- yeah, he hates Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, he's never won. Chris Paul has never won a game when Scott Foster's a referee. Well, it's not going to happen tonight. Wow. Nuh-uh. Joining us now is a man who uh, is not in the NBA world. He's in the news-breaking world. Hell yeah. yeah. And yesterday, he broke some news that I guess people already knew. Mm-hmm. But the way in which he delivered the breaking news made people think that it was actually breaking news. Right. I like it. Turns out what he said, not 100% accurate. No. What? To face this scrutiny, ladies and gentlemen, senior insider for the NFL, the NFL Network, NFL.com, and the NFL streaming service, NFL Plus. Host of the Insiders on any podcast network platform, and also host of the weekly wrap-up of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being a friend, he being the guy who fucking lied yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Ian Rappaport. Hey. Ian, let's get right to it, okay? I know you have NBA takes. I know you're ready <laughs> to break down Draymond Green's stomp. Mm-hmm. I know there's probably other stuff that's more important, but we need to break down what you... And Sarah Ellison mm. had concocted yesterday mm. to put the entire internet and the world into a tizzy. You said that Lamar Jackson's offered $200 million guaranteed. Uh, and we said, what? 
What? Excuse What's me? That? that happened? How oh. have we missed that? Then Sarah Ellison at SG Ellison, she actually had a tweet that said, total guarantees for Jalen Hurts, 174. Total guarantees for Lamar Jackson, 200 million. So you, being the insider that you are with the big brain that you have, and Sarah, who we've learned, knows a lot about the Ravens. She covers mm-hmm. the Ravens. Mm-hmm. She's an absolute dog <laughs> when it comes to coverage. So we kind of got a two-piece. We got a setup. You know yeah. what I mean? We got a... Boom, there's Ian Rappaport. Yeah, you idiot. Whoa. And then, bang, some more. And we all thought we were the dumbest people of all time. <laughs> we were like, how the fuck have we missed this? We like to pride ourselves on being an NFL program. Yeah. We have talked about Lamar Jackson's case so many different times. So many, yeah. We had an agent on here, Drew Rosenhaus, pitching to become Lamar's agent. I thought we had known everything about it. Yesterday, you guys kind of <laughs> changed that whole thing. Yeah. Then we started looking into it a little bit when we were off the air. Huh. You know? Turns out you were fucking wrong. What is that all about? Why'd you do that to us? What's that all about? Why'd you try to ruin my Monday? I was having a good Monday. Yeah, great day. And then you just lied to me. Well, and you lied to all of us, Ian. What's that all about? Well, I think you're mis- misremembering. Uh, certain- no. Uh, I don't know. Elephant, they say. I could find Helm if I had to. That's right. I retweeted. Uh, there's, I, it's, this show lives in perpetuity on YouTube. It's actually quite popular on YouTube as well. Um, <laughs> It really does actually great numbers. You could go back and there's a great clip of me looking a lot more professional than I do right now with probably a lot more makeup. Oh, the insert. Oh, well, that that also lives on YouTube, oh, by the way. Wow, fast. Um, filming it, of course. Oh. And you're wearing a T-shirt. Yeah. This is uh, similar, insider rap. Similar numbers, but not quite where you guys are, but pretty good numbers. You'll get there. Good show. Mm-hmm. You both yeah, lied, but go um, ahead. All three, I guess. Uh what I said was I believed there was 200 guarantees, but at some 200 million guarantees, but at some point in the deal, oh. it springs or it oh, basically God. he earns it at some point in the deal. Yeah, so heard, what that's I have, what you said. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, we have not gone back and listened to the way you phrased it exactly. It wasn't, but what you just said was definitely not it. Okay, I just well, I just did the whole elephant just, recall thing just yeah. for you guys. I have all the details. Would you like yes. all the details? Okay, so. Let's just tell you what we read after the show ended. It was like, yeah, he has $200 million in guarantees if he's on the roster in 2040 or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was like, and it was being implied, I believe, by your answer. We don't know exactly how you ordered it, but we do know that the way we took it and the way every other person that was breaking news took it Mm -hmm. was like $200 million in that virtually guaranteed thing that is like next year, if he's on the roster, gets the team. It was three years down the road. Like, that's not real. That's not, right? That's not anywhere near what Jalen got versus what Lamar got. Right. But you have all the information. I will allow you to correct all of us. It is actually near what Jalen got. All right, but here's the deal. Yeah! If you guys want to write this down, this will help you remember it. Um, help us so, remember. Oh, whoa, whoa. oh, you oh well, isn't that interesting? Crazy. This is like when old buddy told me, Schultz, told me, I think I confused you. Yeah. Confused me. No, no, no. I think you were the... <laughs> yeah, you're confused. I think we're confused on who was confused, but okay, I will. If you could okay. if you could clear it up for us, obviously, we'd appreciate okay, it. Okay, I got you. So before the season, last season, the Ravens offered Lamar Jackson a five-year extension. He was ready on the fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. A five-year extension for 250 so 50 a year. So that altogether is he would be under contract for six years, but he would have five years of new money for 250. Jalen Hurts got a five-year 255 extension. Now, obviously, they are not the same players. Lamar was an MVP, but Jalen also went to the Super Bowl, so comparable enough. So basically, a year later, Jalen gets 51 a year on a five-year extension. The new cash, 
So take out what they were making. So take out Lamar's 23 a year, a 23 uh, in 20, in this season, mm-hmm. and take out Jalen's salary. That take out the salaries that are already on the book. Four point three for Jalen, twenty two. Four point three for Jalen, twenty three for Lamar. Take him out. Yeah. Okay. Lamar's new cash by the end of the first year would be eighty seven point six million. Okay, so I Jaylen see that you're Hurts going is, with a different way of elaborating why yeah. you were potentially. I'm just right. giving you yeah, good yeah, numbers. Got it, got it. Yeah, we're just making up new numbers. Yeah, got it. Eighty-seven. Jalen yeah. Hurts' his cash by the end of the first year was sixty. Okay, oh. so that is an indication that Lamar's offer, cash-wise, was pretty strong. Okay, let's Lamar get to the guarantee. Year, Jalen in his fourth. Go on. Right. True. They are not comparable, and I would say Lamar has more leverage. Yeah, we can do this all. I can nitpick all day, but anyway, right. let's, okay. let's get the um, guarantee. Lamar Jackson, 175 guaranteed for injury, 133 fully guaranteed. Jalen Hurts, 179.3 guaranteed for injury, 110 fully guaranteed. And then you get to the springing or vesting option, however you want to say it, the guarantee that vests. He gets an additional 25 guaranteed for injury. In March of 2026, Jalen or the 2020, yeah, no, just Lamar. Just oh, Lamar. Okay. So 2026, Lamar. 2026. Okay, so that's four years. That's three years. Yeah, three years. No, the fourth year. Yeah, it's the fourth year of his would-be extension. So he would get a guarantee. Basically, when his guarantees run out, he would get 25 more million dollars in guarantees. That is essentially all of it. No, what about so, the sixty-four million to Jalen next year, right? Because it's one seventy-four total. Uh, what are you talking about? Cash or guarantee? What? So one ten is his only guarantee. What's his virtual guarantee? Uh, one seventy-nine point three. Okay, so when when's, when's that? Other- his injury guarantee. So Lamar oh, one seventy-five. Gotcha. Jalen hurts one seventy-nine point three guaranteed for injury. Got it. So one ten is his only fully guarantee then. Right. Three days into the next league year, there's no new bonus that's popping in? I haven't seen it, so I don't know if there's a vesting guarantee. That'd be one piece of the puzzle that's missing. Um, Pretty big. And, you know, these details will come out, but this is what I know right now to compare these two deals. So the 2026 was the reason why Lamar didn't like it, you think? Like, why? What do we... What do we think? The problem think with this whole thing. Tell me where. Uh, Dude, tell me yeah, where. I'm. I'm. I'm going through the same thing. I, I really. I'm just being completely honest. What do you think? Lamar Pat? is not of an agent, and his camp doesn't really, you know, sort of. His camp is like him and his mom, and maybe another person. So to understand why this wasn't something that he would accept or counter. I honestly am not sure, and that's been. Well, I think, he can't the accept the it. Too. He, he can't accept it because he damn near forty, fifty million dollars up under what Hurts got. He got to push it out for four years. No, he's not forty. The twenty-five million would be the big thing coming in twenty twenty-six. Yeah. But he could have countered that for that to come twenty twenty-four. Right. I mean, right. You could. He could say, "Well, move it one year forward or two years forward." Like he's not getting cut. Quarterbacks, like said, good quarterbacks. He's worried about getting hurt, right? That's the whole. Never get cut. That's why the 175 versus 179. Still a fucking ton uh, of money. Ton, shitload, ton of. But he's got 111 coming. A, but like, yeah. This, yeah, this we was talking about 50 million dollars for quarterbacks. Now we're talking 60 million dollars for quarterback. To me, new money. You go and get the new money. Yeah, the new cash there for Jalen at 60, and then 
But Lamar's, Lamar's 87. 87 million dollars. Yeah. Is this accurate? Feels like I'm going to get off this yeah. call with you again, and then I'm going to have to be so. like, "Guy's wrong." Yeah, again. shit storm on the nope. internet. You're not saying nope. that. So it's only 25 million in 2026 because I thought that number was going to be a lot bigger, like 60 some million. Brett's, I thought that's what that was going to be. That's the reporting. That's well, why, that that how makes, they can report the 200 because of that 25 because they assume he's going to be on the roster that year because they paid him all this money and he's their franchise quarterback. So the 175 is the injury. What does that mean? He has to get hurt to get the 175, or what's that mean? It basically means if he if he gets injured and can't play and then they would cut him, he gets the money no matter what. Oh, is that like a Lloyd's? Oh, so if they just cut him because he gets injured? So who decides that? Because that's another what? 42 million. If he, can, if he can't pass a physical, like there are there have been players who, oh, shoot, I wish I could remember one. There have been players well. who've been cut and have like, you know, 20, 20 million guaranteed for injury and then just get all of it. Uh, that's how you protect yourself. We had the receiver, uh, Brown, with the Bengals. Um, he got hurt first day of camp, never played a down, got all 20, 20 million. Did that happen to Albert Hanford? Antonio too? Brown. Antonio Brown? Yeah, who played with us in Cincinnati. He was a wide receiver. Um, I forget where he came from. A.B., huh? This, uh, is Antonio Brown? <laughs> Not A.B.? The A.B., A.B. Yeah, I know. Does he know yeah, about this other Antonio yeah, Brown? He's from Florida. I can't think what other team he played for. But this has happened for a long time, you're saying? Yes, yes. And this is how players, you know, it's not a great situation, but, like, this is a win for players. This is how you protect yourself. You get injured, you can't play, you get money. Because if you can't play, that's the money you're going to get. If you can't play, another deal's coming. Right, yeah. So then there's more money on the way. Jeez Louise, dudes. All right. Shit show. What's going on? Is that wrong? Are you wrong? Are you 100% (laughs) right with that? Right. You're, but this is the problem. Good this source, problem you're saying. You're saying good source, good sourcing. Very, very good source. And, you know, Jalen Steele, I think, is a really, really good deal. He's the highest paid player in NFL history. That is a really good deal. Lamar's deal, was it – I mean, obviously it wasn't perfect because he didn't accept it. But there's a lot to like. And I think him sort of not countering is probably the thing that's most frustrating. Like, they can't get him to be like, here's what I really want. Let's make this happen in the realm of reasonable. Oh, he was waiting for somebody else to sign. He was waiting for Jalen to sign. Now he has something that the comps, you know what I mean? Okay, you guys didn't want Deshaun to be the comps, which is what I wanted to be the comps. Mm -hmm. No offense to Kyler or Russell Wilson at this stage. You guys are not my comps. Derek Carr, not my comp. Now Jalen Hurts is a good comp here. Right, made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that team's doing their thing. He is Burrow probably too. Doesn't have an MVP. Burrow would be a perfect. Example actually for what it could be now. Styles yeah. are different, but the Ravens have already said that is our style. Yeah. So they've already kind of gone all in there. So Lamar was just waiting for a blueprint. He was just okay. waiting for some comps. Yeah. He was just waiting for some comps. That's all it was. Right, Pack? The comps should already be not. I'm just saying if this was the contract that the Ravens offered, if you can move the fourth year with the twenty-five million, this is a a, a pretty decent deal. I would, yeah, say. I would say, yeah, I, I would be, I would be vastly. But I would, I would want to know, is this the deal? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. We keep asking him. You just got to, you feel like you got a great source because this is something. Yeah. As we all were talking about it being bullshit, the offer. I guess you talked about this yesterday. The Ravens should have wanted people to know, like, because normally the teams right. quickly to you guys like. Hey, we offered him $110 million. Tell, ask your people if that's fair or not. Mm-hmm. And then somebody goes out and goes, Jerry Jones offered Dak Prescott 
$110 million. He's fresh right. off of the worst injury of all time. Yeah. He's trying his best, Cowboys fans. So the Cowboys fans go, Jerry's trying <laughs> his yeah. fucking best. Jerry, $110 million, the guy didn't even play. Normally teams are like very adamant. Like, hey, how can we spin this as like we're the good guys, not the player? That's a huge part of this whole thing. And I feel like we've had it wrong this whole time, if that is the case. And that's why when you said it yesterday, it's like big news around the internet. Like, hey, this is the actual breakdown of it. You would have thought the Ravens would have wanted people to know this. That they yeah, that they offer somewhere least close to what they Yes. That he just got. What Jalen just got offered, yeah. which everybody's saying is good. It's like, hey, we offered that. And while we were all kind of wrong, why didn't you fix it, Ian? Did you just find this out? Did you text him? How did, how did this whole thing go? Why, did um, you, why didn't you fix it, Ian? Why didn't you fix us, dude? Good question. Good question. As soon as Jalen got done, you know, report the numbers, tweet a bunch of times. Uh, probably oh, yeah. too much, but whatever. No, no, and that's then, what uh, Twitter is. You're supposed to tweet. It's Twitter. People like tw- um, you tweet too much. Okay, you're blocked. See ya. Yeah. I don't tweet <laughs> anything. Really I don't tweet anymore yeah. ever. Please. Okay. See you later. That's it's Twitter, bro. Okay. Get off Twitter if you don't want to see tweets. Makes Anyways, sense. go ahead, Ian. I'm, we're on the same page there. Yeah. Um, Fuck this. It's, my first question was like, okay, well, how similar is this to Lamar? And you know, like I was saying yesterday, some of this stuff I knew, but probably not, all, definitely not all of it. And so it's interesting to compare side by side. Jalen's deal really good. Lamar's deal, also really good. Now, if he's doing what you said, which is just waiting for these other deals to get done, waiting for the landscape to define itself and reset, Smart. and then is going to come in higher, I say, that's awesome. Do that. Come up with a deal that you like, make more than probably most of them, and then we're done here. I just don't know if that's the case. Well, he's not going to make more than most of them. He's not going to make nowhere near where Burrow's getting. You don't think so? He's not going to make nowhere near. You talking about Lamar or Jalen? Lamar. Lamar is not going to make what Burrow's going to get. He ain't the same type Ooh. of caliber. That's interesting. Rap. What's that sound all about? What are you talking? What are you making that sound for? I, I don't. If I'm Lamar, I, I don't know who's going first. And remember, just the mechanics of Lamar's deal. If he's going to get a new deal because he's on the franchise tag, it has to be before July 17th. So if Burrow signs on July 18th, hmm. Lamar can't go over him. Because, but, but he has the but he has the Jalen deal right now, right? Correct. And this is like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, and granted, and that's helpful. Now, granted, the Eagles, right? AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. Goddard, they have invested in that team yeah. around him. So Lamar still has a little leverage there. Like, hey, you guys really have it. Odell just got here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. About time. We're in year six now. Thank you for doing this. So that's yeah. a little leverage, too. Like, percentage of worth to offense. <clears throat> like, you can spin that yeah. in a conversation to do what you got to do. Same thing with the well, Bengals. I mean, Joe Burrow, obviously a fucking dog. Yeah. Missed a good portion of his first year. Has Jamar, T, the whole team around him. Super nice cat. But he's a fucking killer. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow is an absolute killer. They will pay him whatever they can. I think that number is going to be, hey, this is the max number that we, we can, can afford, get to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what the Joe Burrow deal is going to be with the Bengals. Am Probably I wrong right. in that? No, you're no, definitely I'm, right. I, I think that's going to be I, the case. Like, what is the I, I think, yeah, percentage? Yeah. I mean, and like, as soon, I mean, it's like they've known forever that Burrow is a franchise quarterback. I mean, he is all of the thing. Anything you could say good about a quarterback, he is all of it. Yeah. And the Bengals have known, yeah. so like, they are preparing for this. Yeah. I'm sure the number is going to be large. I'm sure he's going to be the highest paid, and he's going to deserve it and probably more. He's cerebral. 
What? He's cool. What? He's accurate. What? He's smart. What? Super handsome. Charming. Charming. Funny. 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 All right, we got a couple more questions for you. Is that okay on this uh, unscheduled? Yeah, go ahead. We're good. I do like the fact that you said, uh, because I gave you a heads up that we were basically going to tell you you're wrong. And you said, I'm not wrong. (laughs) I'm not. I mean, I kind of omitted the 2026 information. Right. But that's only $25 million. Yeah. Like, everybody's thinking this is like 60-some million, which is what my thought was. Mm. My thought was like, it's 60-some million dollars down in 2026. 25, you can counter and move that fucker. You can you can even split that 12 and a half, 12 and a half. You can even, yeah. you know what I mean? You can move that back two years, split it 12 and a half, 12 and a half. There's dev- Let's get that done. Now they, hey, now we got a comp. Now we got a real comp. Yeah. We feel like the market is settled. It sucks he's not getting a Deshaun Watson deal, but the fucking Browns have sucked for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty desperate. Yeah. Yeah. They did what Jimmy Haslam has done over the long course, which is just fuck it and yeah, then go right. for it. That is kind of what he has done. I, I hope this gets a deal done for the mark. Congrats to Jalen. Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Rapshi, the Cardinals and Bidwell, there's a lot of information coming out, and it's kind of hard to decipher what the hell is going on. Is this as serious as, say, the Commanders and Snyder, and do you think this is kind of a uh, situation that might explode in the Cardinals' face? Um, I do not know enough to answer that question, and I don't know when I will. Like, I've seen the allegations very serious uh, from Terry McDonough, and he's come back and, you know, he he texted a local radio host basically saying Michael Bidwell's tenure is going to be over. I don't know that that's the case. Um, I know that there's been a lot of allegations that, you know, are being looked into, and somebody needs to figure out if they are real, um... And then if they are... So what happened? Hey, 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 hey. So what happened? This guy was there for a long time. He was vice president. He gets Mm -hmm. fired. He's pissed. Fuck everybody. Is it... Because that's what, like, the internet's kind of spinning it right now. But, like, a jaded ex is somebody who would potentially want to... Who would know everything and want to come after you. Is that what this is? Because I did read that text message to the first ever daily... Sports podcast. That's right. I believe was the name of the title. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe was the which shout out to the OG. Hey, we appreciate yeah. you. We've been in there. That text message though is that, that true? The first ever podcast. Must be. That's what the Twitter bio said. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe it. In two thousand nine, wow, I think started that guy. That's pretty yeah. Good. Shout, out. shout out. Shout out. I forget the name. We should be able to find it right now. Yeah, Doug Franz unplugged Doug. Uh, here's an excerpt of a text conversation with ex Arizona Cardinals. What is that? Because I thought he was a vice president. Is he assistant GM? Is that what he was? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Terry McDonough's situation go through NFL arbitration. The top is TM Terry McDonough saying what he thinks Michael Bidwell's thoughts were when writing the response. I don't know what that means, but like some interesting stuff was said in that text message to Doug Franz. And I don't know if Terry McDonough was talking about Terry McDonough or if he was talking about Bidwell. Because I don't, we don't really know anything, and it's not really said anything. And then there was a cheating excerpt where it's like he was using a phone yeah. to call Steve Graham. It's like nobody gives a fuck about that. Yeah, like people might he might get fined for that for cheating, and it's like the owners might be like, "Hey, you can't do that. Here's a million dollar fine, or a sixth round draft pick, or a fifth round draft pick penalty. We can't have this be a normal thing when people get suspended." But if we right. heard anything else from this, and what who how's how do we get here? You think? Well, so the there are some allegations about the way Michael Bidwill treated people, which did not sound great. I have not seen them corroborated. I'm sure that there are some 
you know, there's a lot of good reporters out there, uh, a lot of good investigative reporters. I'm sure that someone is digging into the Cardinals situation and there either will be corroborating evidence to show that all of this was the case or not. Um, and I don't know which. I mean, it, it is, Terry McDonough is obviously very upset. He was a, you know, high-ranking executive who seemed to be on the path toward being a general manager, had general manager interviews, I believe, and then moved to, I think, Charlotte or like the Charlotte area, kind of became a consultant, and then eventually his contract ran out and wasn't renewed. And then like three or so years later, you get this lawsuit. And so like I have a lot more questions than answers, but I, you know, I it's, wish. It came out of nowhere. This, can't, oh, yeah. this seemingly has come out of nowhere almost. And not that like Bidwell. He's been talking privately about this for a couple of years. Oh, you just. I just didn't know what. I just didn't know what this was. Oh. No, no, no. I only found this out recently. Okay, like, got it. I only, I didn't know what this was. It's interesting. Hopefully yeah, we learn everything. And if anything terrible is going on, the NFL does not need to be represented by people that treat it poorly. And the shield should be respected. Yep. Respect the shield. That is what we're told. Obviously, we hope everybody's doing that. With the commander situation that just happened, everybody was like, oh, this is the new. Mm -hmm. This is the new. It's like, well, I've, I, somebody know more than I I don't. I haven't read much. And in that particular text, sound like he outed himself a little bit more then he outed Bidwell, and I was like, I don't think I'm smart enough to understand it. Happy to hear you don't know any either, but hopefully the truth will come out and the best will happen for all parties involved with the NFL. With their facility being the shits. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a run of... Multiple things. You know, Buddha once traded. Mm -hmm. on, the, on, on the other hand, new coach, new GM, and they know all of these things. All of these things. So hopefully... Yeah, hopefully all this is coming around in a better way for them, for the players, for everyone. For the league, for the society, for the community, for everything. For uh, Tone Diggs has a question for you, Rap. Yeah, Ian, obviously around draft time, there's a lot of rumors, there's a lot of bullshit, whatever, But so I wouldn't normally ask, but then I've been seeing a lot of rumors, so is there a smoke-fire situation where the Steelers, I saw last week, potentially want to trade up with the Bears, then I saw Pete King right in his Friday or Monday Monday morning football, football morning football, in America. Football morning in America. Don't be such a disgusting pig. He also reported on that. Is there any uh, any truth to potentially uh, Steelers moving up? Uh, so I I'm sure there are conversations that have been happening. Now, would the Bears move back again? Go from one to nine, back to seventeen. Where are the Steelers? 17? Seventeen. 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 Um, that's a long way to go. You know, on the other hand, that's how you build a franchise is you just collect endless draft picks. You got to use them eventually. But like, yeah, if this is maybe not like the stellar, stellar deep draft that a lot of people thought it was like collecting picks and just take a bunch of shots is, is fine. Um, I'm sure the Steelers are thinking about it, but I don't know how much, you know, the, the problem with all this draft reporting and I do plenty of it and you could sort of pick it apart and I'm sure plenty of people will. So the Steelers could be like, we want, you know, sorry, you got me now? Yeah. The Steelers yeah, yeah. could be like, all right, we want to, we want to, you know, plot out a potential trade. And then the guy's not there. And it's like, all right, we're done. We don't want to trade. Like that happens a lot. And so like, I'll have stuff prepared. Like, all right, this happened. This team is definitely going to trade. And then the player's gone. And it's like, okay, well, I guess they're just picking. So. Yeah, everything seems to be thrown at the wall at this point. This could happen. This could happen. You ask four different people in this office every single morning what they think is going to happen. They have a new team being traded for a different situation. Mm -hmm. Are you have breaking news happening right now? No. 
Any coming? I wish, but no. Breaking, breaking news? Uh, uh, yeah, re, revisionist yeah. news, like you did with the Lamar Jackson well, contract. That was breaking you know, news. Hopefully at some point in the near future the Rodgers deal happens, but that probably will be next week. So, Any update? No update. It doesn't even sound like there's been much conversation. What the fuck? Are they trying to get a deal done over here? What what are we doing? What do we, they just assume the deal's going to get done? I think, you know, at the last minute it can get done. It'll probably get done. So I would imagine that's next week, not this week. Not at OTAs, throwing it with his new guy. Yeah. What if he's, I mean, do they even want the team to succeed? If you're going to pay a quarterback $60 million, he might as well be at a fucking OTAs. He's not there. You know why? I mean, he's not a big he's not a big what? OTA guy anyway. Well, it might have been different. We don't know. I mean, don't know especially whenever the president of the team is like, "Well, if what we want to happen doesn't happen, I mm-hmm. guess we'll let the guy we're giving sixty million dollars back around." Yeah. Geez, he was going to go to OTAs this year. He was. Yeah. yeah. That was a part of the darkness. Yeah. That was a part of the darkness, mm-hmm. wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, that sounds fake. That is satirical. That is not real. Please do not run with that. <laughs> we are in the time of that sentence becoming breaking news. I don't know shit about fuck. Uh, Pac-Man has the last question for you here, Rap. Rap. Um. The general manager for the Texans have came out and said he's open and willing to seek trade for the number two pick. What does this mean to, to us as the people? Does this mean that the guy that he like is not going to be there? Does it mean that he is testing the waters? I just don't understand why I come out in publicly and say it. Um, doesn't that rattle the fans or something? Good question. I was slightly surprised by this yesterday because I think most people believe the Texans are going to take – a quarterback at two, and then I know we discussed this before, but there's all these rumors like, well, maybe they just take a position player and they take a quarterback later. Um, Still seems far-fetched to me, but that is kind of the rumor. And so, you know, basically what the Texans did was kind of lean into the rumor and go, we'll accept all phone calls. Because you don't, you know, what if now, I mean, would the Colts trade in the division? Would they and the Texans Colts do a deal? Like, that seems hard to imagine. Mm -hmm. But maybe – the Raiders, or I have no idea. Someone in the hey, I'm viewing that right, right? Somewhere. There's no way the Texans are going to trade with the Colts, right? We're for us I'd, to go get our franchise quarterback. I would be stunned. I would be very Shrag, no who had the best mock last year, and then have to face, mm-hmm. have to face yeah. him twice a year. Yeah, if he's a guy, I mean, that's a, that was. I mean, Shrag's put it out there, but that's why I thought like, oh, so we're getting a third quarterback because we all assumed that Houston was going to take a quarterback. Then you said we all kind of understand that they're going to take quarterback. That has kind of changed over like the last week or so. Yeah, big time. It kind of has. What do you, you still think they're taking a yeah. QB, though? I do, but here, either all these rumors have substance and something got out of the Texans building, mm. and everyone in the world now knows that they're going to take Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson, whoever the top defensive player is, or – I mean, the Texans are pretty buttoned up. There's not a lot of stuff that leaks there. And that's kind of part of the problem is I'm like, everyone knows the Texans game plan. Like, that doesn't sound like them. So maybe it's out on purpose. But then, like, what's the actual, you know, maybe to make sure the Colts are like, cool, we can just sit here and, and, you know, we'll just wait for a quarterback and then one will be like, but this is why the draft is the greatest because – one of those answers is true, and I have no idea which. And that's why the draft spectacular Thursday, April 27th, live right here. Yeah. YouTube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show will be electrifying. We got big surprises, big guests. Ian will be doing his thing on the network. Ian, don't be tipping picks this year. No. Yeah, come on. Anyone no tipping picks. You probably couldn't I'm even not do a big it. Tipper. You, that's because you don't have the connections to be yeah, able to do it. But do this it. year, <laughs> we want everybody to agree no, no tipping, tipping picks. picks. No tipping. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm anti tipping. 
yeah. deal. Yeah, of course you. Hate so I get a, I watch on the monitor, and then when Roger Goodell says the word, then I you know. can tweet it. And that's why we're normally seven to ten minutes ahead of you yep. on the draft spectacular. Not your fault. Certainly not ours either, though. Nope. One guy. Ladies and gentlemen, an absolute stallion of a man. Thank you for coming in and making us all much smarter every time you visit. Thought we were going to be able to bury you today. Thought we were going to be able to dunk on you like we were Tom Pelissero. Pound for it. But we weren't. Yeah, I wouldn't say Pelissero really dunked on me. Um, but I did mention that he hates kickers, and I texted him yesterday um, that, he, that you know that he hates kickers. So, you know, that's kind of out. The message has been delivered. Yeah, he knows. I obviously, I love kickers. Yeah. No, you don't. The best piece of journalism no. that you've ever done is about a kicker getting his life ruined from missing kicks, and you took pride, and you said you bopped to that story. That's right. great so story. that is a part of the pro- – ladies and gentlemen, Ian, I'm done with it. Yeah, Thank you, Ian. Joining us now live from an attic in Ohio is a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion. He was a Ryder Cup champion, but actually he's just a Ryder Cup winner. That's right. He's a COVID survivor, father of 10. The all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers and the champion of Ohio, Ohio's finest, face of Ohio, A.J. Hawk. Yeah. Oh, Steve Jobs with the turtleneck. You look so cool. Thank you for joining us, A.J. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Well, I thought I was going to dunk on Ian Rapport earlier. Turns out he was still right, and he doubled down and brought stats with him mm-hmm. this time. So that was an interesting little series of events in the first hour. Lamar Jackson allegedly offered a lot of money by the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. We did not know that until just yesterday. So hopefully that'll be able to get a deal done with the Jalen Hurts deal getting done. There's some comps. Let's get a couple hundred million dollars into Lamar Jackson's pocket. He has certainly earned it. Joining us now is another man who's earned a couple hundred million dollars. Hell right. yeah. I don't know, AJ, if they'll ever pay him the proper amount of money that he is owed mm-hmm. because all he's done for an entire society, entire fan base, mm-hmm. entire community is make them smarter when it comes to quarterback play, football play as a whole. He'll step into the batter's box and take some hacks at everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, he has a take on fucking everything. Is he always right? No. But a majority of the time, guy makes some good points. That's Hell, right. That's because he studies. He's earnest. Over 10 years in the NFL, now the face of ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana Schlossky. Hey, what's up, bud? What's up, bud? How are you? Hey, thank you for joining us. Uh, are you working right now? Are you in off time? Where are we at right now for Dan Orlovsky's life? No, today off. Um, first of all, always good to be on, on with you. Serious moment. I always say probably the two of the best things that ever happened to the, this television world I have are being on Stephen A's show a ton and being on your show, even though it's not on TV. So I'm, I'm always thankful to be on, dude. Always thankful to be on. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for thank you for joining us, Dan. I'm working. I'm not working today. My son's uh, my son's have a baseball game. Oh, good I dad. I told him, like, yo, I will not miss spring sports. I, I have to miss some in the fall. So I took NFL Live off today to get to my kid's baseball game. Swagoo just got a new deal, though. He'll be able to do it. Congrats, Marcus. Yeah, no doubt. Super happy for Marcus. AJ, do you re- really have 10 kids? No, I only have four. He uh, he likes to add to that almost daily. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like 10. Well, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how anybody does anything because all I'm being told about one baby coming in my life is, oh, everything's about to change. Your whole life's about to change. <laughs> and I think, like, Phil Maines has four kids. AJ has four kids. Mm-hmm. Orslavsky has seven. I mean, you, t- you start talking When's about- When's your wife's due date, Pat? It's coming up. It's coming up middle of May. Oh. Wow, very soon. That's awesome. I've been training. You see, you can see. I've been training the shoulder and the arm, you know, so that I can 
Morning. You'll never you'll never realize how heavy eight pounds is until you have to hold it for seven straight hours. Well, Dan, every time I every time I pee, you know, right? <laughs> anyways, let's uh, let's go in. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. I can't wait. We are excited. My wife's a badass, as are your wives and everybody's out there. Obviously, let's dive into some conversation here on Peter King's Monday Morning Quarterback in America. I see that you ranked your top five quarterbacks coming in to the draft this year. You had number one, Bryce Young, which seems to be what everybody's talking about. This guy is one of one. He is the Steph Curry of football. Even the people that had doubts early in the draft process started watching his film. They heard about his brain score at the Combine. Everything else, they're like, this dude is the clear-cut best guy in the draft. He's going one to Carolina. Congrats to Frank and Josh yeah. and Dalton and Tepper and everybody down there. They got a guy yeah. that appears. At number two, number two overall quarterback, Dan Orlovsky says, not what you're thinking. Ooh. You go with Anthony Richardson. What do you mean by that? Do you, is this projecting like 10 years from now? Who's going to be the best quarterback in the NFL? Is it at this exact moment if you have to play next year? What are your thoughts behind that? Because obviously the C.J. Stroud folks are going to say, what are we talking about? The guy played in the Big Ten against Georgia. Look what he did. Look at all these games. C.J. Stroud throws a beautiful ball. How are we putting Anthony Richardson over top of him? What yeah. would you say to that? I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah, p- putting Anthony at two is a little bit of a flop for me or a flip to what kind of the initial ranking or thought that I had about a month ago. CJ was two, Anthony was three, and Will was four, and then I've switched two and three. Uh, the, the reason is very much so a projection. I- I'll say this. like I'll, I'll start it with, with Bryce Young at one. I don't need to tell everybody how great he is. I, I do think a point to make about Bryce is this. Everyone talks about the size concerns. Um, if you watch him play – it's almost like watching, you know, like Floyd Mayweather with, with his size. He does a great job of avoiding contact. And well, avoiding he fights in weight classes. But. And, and, and like the last three quarterbacks, or the last two quarterbacks that we've seen have their careers derailed because of injury are Carson Wentz, wow. Andrew Luck, Cam Newton. Those dudes are mountain men. So they're, they're like, it's not, it's not just a given that he's going to get hurt. Uh, the reason why I put Anthony at two um, – I, I, I can only go off of tape. I don't get to sit down with these guys. Like if you told me Anthony Richardson had 50%, I was talking with Daniel Jeremiah about this yesterday. If you told me he had 50% of the work ethic that Jalen Hurts does, I would pick him number one. You are banking on the physical traits that are incredibly unique, that we just don't get the combination in the NFL of that big, that athletic and that natural of a thrower, you just, you usually can find guys that are like two out of three. Um, Now, by all reports, you hear that he's very intelligent and has a really good work ethic. Again, I don't get to sit with these guys and figure that out myself, but because of the physical talent that he has and the, um, I guess the the, the reports or the rumors or the, the, the stories that you hear of how smart he is and how hard he works, that's why I put him at two, and CJ sits at three. Uh, you know, with old Steichen being the offense coordinator here in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. with what he was able to do yeah. with Jalen Hurts just a few moments ago, and obviously Jalen, to your point, work ethic, leadership, everything about him exudes NFL superstar. That's why he just got the deal that he got, and the Eagles are lucky that they have him and they found him in the second yeah. round. But it's it's hard not to just be like, well, he's, I think he's taller than Jalen. I think he's heavier than Jalen. Okay. I think he's faster than than Jalen. Mm-hmm. 
and he seems like he can spin the ball. I mean, he's a more natural thrower. Seems like he can spin it. You know, although Jalen got really good at that. It's like as I was coming to grips with CJ not being available at four, Bryce not being available at four, it was like as a Colts fan, who would I want to have? I almost immediately said, give me fucking, I guess give me the guy that they've never seen before. Give me the Anthony Richardson. But everybody's talking about this guy. Ty, go ahead, pal. Yeah, Dano, last time you were on here, I asked you about Will Levis, and I didn't know why, but it kind of, like, I was getting Jake Locker vibes from him, and you said it was more so you thought Jake Cutler. But for whatever reason, at the start of, like, the draft process, he was kind of, you know, like maybe fourth or fifth quarterback on everyone's board. And then now the closer we get to it, He's kind of creeping up like we and I know it's pure conjecture, but we've heard he could go two. like he, the Colts allegedly love him and he, he won't go yeah. past four. Like, do you think it's more likely that he goes in the top five or he ends up slipping towards like 20? I think it's more likely he goes in the top five than he slips all the way to 20. Uh, you know, his, his physical talent is very impressive. You know, I think Tyler, reality is this. He is the difficult, the most difficult evaluation out of the quarterbacks this year because the talent doesn't match the tape. He is a re- he's as like if you just took the talent and you wanted to go on paper and check boxes for guys, he checks every single box. He's big, what? he's got a powerful arm, he's what? got a tight release, what? he's an athletic guy, what? he's tough, he stands in the pocket, he what? makes very difficult throws. Okay. He played his best football on third downs last year. I like that. Wow. But he's a tough evaluation because everything around him stunk. His offensive line was bad. No one got open. So there's stretches of games you sit there, and that's why the point is being like I think it's really difficult to draft these guys if you're inside of a building. It's it's such a difficult position to evaluate. For people like me on the outside, it's even harder because, like, I would love to sit with Will and I would love to play clips and be like, what were you thinking here? I, I, why did you throw this in route so hard? And then after the ball hits the ground, I see you get animated towards a receiver like he ran the wrong route. Oh. But that's why these teams might be sitting with him and go, oh, we see it the same way as this guy. Like, we, he, his receiver is wrong. You know, and I think I, – I, you know, like, with where – if we had to pick the, the seven best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, just – you would say Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, like the younger guys. I'm not putting Aaron into this conversation because, Jalen like, Hurts. the future. Herbert. Lamar Jackson, uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, Herbert. You Jones. know, Slide. Yeah, you would you would you would look at these guys and they're all physically talented. Like they're all really physically talented. Um, I think Will's probably too physically talented to fall to twenty. Okay, but like fifteen maybe. I, right. I think what Ty was trying to say, like you Near see 20. him potentially because he's being projected. Like, hey, somebody's going to go up and get him. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by it because what you said. I mean. Ugh. I've seen some throws, though, out of him that are fucking great. Yeah. Then you see some other things that happen. It's like, well, I don't want that guy. But I think some of his decision-making, Pat, like, I think some of his – the big knock on him that everyone has said is you don't like his decision-making. I understand that, but, like, I think a lot of decision-making was circumstantial. Can he move? Uh, We're down. Can he move? Yeah, but he was hurt this year. Like, if you go back to 2021, he moved way better than than he did in 2022. Here's my – no, no, because I see you – I see you getting like putting your head down. This is what I like. You have a really talented young player, right? He's 22 or 23 years old. And everyone says he's got a tremendous work ethic. 
So then why do we really think that a guy that's really talented and has a really good work ethic all of a sudden can't play? Like that that his 2021 performance, there's this individual drop-off to 2022 – or are there variables like, hey man, they stunk on the offensive line. His offensive coordinator left. There's not. I don't. I would bet there's not a single skill position player on that offense that's going to play in the NFL. And he was hurt. Yeah, you're right. And he's jock, so you know he's a hard worker. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he's very disciplined. You can tell that he's very yeah. yoked up, so he works hard. It's not easy to get there. I'm cool with whoever, but it sounds like C.J. Stroud might be available for, and that's okay with me as well. AJ has a question for you, Dano. Dan, how much do you put into these uh, cognitive tests that these guys are taking, especially the quarterbacks in these new tests? Have you gotten to take one yourself and, and evaluate them? No, I have not taken one myself. I've had some conversations with people who know a lot more about it than I do. Um, you know, it's interesting because you hear some of the scores and like it, it confuses you, to be honest with you, because you sit there and go, you have to like, it makes you check yourself a little bit. It, it starts to create doubt in what you're seeing on tape because you go, well, this player's tape is so impressive when it comes to the mental um, performance or the mental kind of um, uh, necessities that are kind of on display. And then the, te- the score comes out or you hear about the score and you're like, man, those two things don't match up. Am I not seeing it? Is it, is it more because this player's system is so friendly or because this player's uh, surrounding cast is so dominant? Is that's why it looks the way it does? So – I think at the end of the day, for me, AJ, like I heard, I hear about the scores. I hear about the tests. I know. I think a lot of the testing has come from baseball in many regards. I think it's bigger in, in the MLB than it is in the NFL, and more teams in the NFL are adopting to it. Um, is this the Goldman and, and I think I just have to continue to trust my eyes when I watch tape and realize I'm on the outside. Just give me the Wonderlic and rock paper scissors. That's yeah, it. and then let me Simple. let me see what a guy's got. How'd you do on the Wonderlic? Pretty good. I I, th- I scored a 36, I think, 36, 37. That's why I, th- I think I was in that area. That maybe good, 38. Guys. Pretty good, guys. <laughs> nice. Maybe yeah. 39, maybe. I, I know it wasn't 40. 40. Around there, though. I think the thing, too, is I think this test, the new tests, I believe, measure in some ways, like, personality. I don't believe the Wonderlick did. I think that was more just, like, an intellect thing. Yeah, but like also, what if somebody's giving like a hilarious answer in their eyes? You know, like nice there's guy. so many different ways. To, you have no yeah. idea what you're getting until the person gets there, which is why the draft is such a joke. Do you think there's an accurate way to figure out whether or not a guy's going to be a guy or a shitbird? Um, I think I think you have a pretty good feel about guys like that. Um, if you watch them interact with their teammates, if you watch them kind of, you hear stories about how they carry themselves, like. I, I think you've got a pretty good feel of, yes, I'm sure there's some gray area uh, on some some situations. Like, you've been in locker rooms. We've been in locker rooms. you got a pretty good feel for, like, that dude's a dude. Or, or like, nope, I, I, I can't be around that guy. There's some there's some issues that he's going to have to get worked out and worked through. So Yeah, a lot of uh, shit bums slip through the pipes. Though. I mean, that is something that happens, and it's like, you got no I shot. Every, yeah, I mean, I think every coach thinks that they can coach a guy out of a certain personality trait or, you know, they, they sit there and say, man, all these attributes and characteristics that he has are what we need, but there's this kind of red flag, so to speak. Well, we can help him work through that red flag, and some guys do, some guys don't. Love it. Love everything about it. We're talking to Dan Orlovsky, Adam Pacman jones who has 
Uh, I believe a nice interception against That's Dan Orlovsky right. here, too. Uh, I would like to ask old Dan a question. Go ahead. The long list. Long list. Hey, Dan, um, I really I really think – I don't think the quarterbacks are going back-to-back. Um, I think the Houston Texans are uh, going to pick a interior D-lineman because Jaylen in Carter. the past they've picked a lot of D-linemen to change. And Nick came out earlier saying they was willing to trade the pick. My question is to you, out of these interior linemen, Jalen Carter, Miles Murphy, Brian uh, Brees, which one of those oh, do you like uh, to, to go up? Yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, I don't want to pretend that I know like D-line playing and cats like that. I would say this. I think from an offensive perspective – since we're seeing, and you know this, like we're seeing so much too high safety defense nowadays in the NFL, and it's kind of becoming early 2000s, maybe even before then. And teams are saying we're going to defend the pass and we're going to stop the run with light boxes. Like if I'm in, you know, 11 personnel, three wide receiver set, you're going to put six people in the box to try to stop my run. If you don't have a defensive tackle that can take on double teams and free up linebackers, you're dead. Yeah. So I, I I I can do whatever I want against you. So that's what I look at Jalen Carter. And if everyone's sitting here saying he's the best, I think we are going to see a little bit of an infusion in the run-stopping defensive tackles over the next couple of years in the NFL. Yeah. Because if you're going to sit there and say you're going to put six in the box to stop the run and you can't take on a double team, you can't stop me. So if Jalen Carter's that guy, then – um, I would say that he's the he's the pick as long as you are okay with all the other like off the field stuff. I do want to say this. Okay, here's where I am with Houston. Again, being on the outside, if D'Amico Ryan's is as good of a defensive mind as he has shown to be, and he thinks to himself, "I got the defense. Like I'm going to build a good defense in Houston." And I've watched Kyle Shanahan's offense with a good quarterback take us to the NFC title in the Super Bowl. How can you not look at some of these quarterbacks and go, wait, I if I have a really good quarterback and I build the defense that we had in San Francisco, then we're a tough team to beat. Like I sit here and I go, is, is Houston really going to pass on a quarterback? That's what Ian Rapport's saying as well, but it's coming out saying that they might. You know, they might pass up on a quarterback just to get what? best player available. They have a defense head coach. You think maybe they try to load up on the defense, get their stars, but you think – all these quarterbacks that are at the top, I guess the top two quarterbacks, are, which is you just switch two and three, so you don't even know who the top two are, yeah, yeah. except for like the last fucking week. You don't even know. D- better than Dougie Mills? <laughs> you think Dougie Mills not good enough to run an offense that D'Amico Ryans potentially could have success with if his defense is able to be great? I'm sure he's good enough, but in, you're in the AFC. You're in a division with Trevor Lawrence. You're in the AFC. I'll go back to that point all the time. If you don't have a freak at quarterback in the AFC for the next six to eight years, you don't have a chance. Who's the freak in Mecca too? Who's that? Anthony Richardson. That's what you're saying. Well, here, I would, yes. Because here's my thing. I think one timeline-wise, it matches up. Like, I think Anthony's going to be a guy that you want to get on the field earlier, sooner rather than later. He needs to play, okay? I also think this. If you're a – D'Amico's a really good defensive mind. He's a, a great leader. He's going to build a good defense there. How can you not sit there and go, we're going to build a good defense – this Bobby Slowick offensive coordinator that comes from Shanahan's tree, who was just building an offense that was going to be built for Trey Lance in San Francisco. We can carry some of that older over. Anthony's going to get on the field. Mobile quarterbacks or quarterbacks that you can use quarterback run in will see simpler defenses. Pac-Man and AJ know this. You'll have to play simpler defenses on early downs 
because they got to defend quarterback run. They're gonna I watch in the trenches, pal. I fucking know. All right. I yeah, know. They're going to have to play simpler schemes. And I sit it. there and go, you get a quarterback that can control the game, create explosive plays, which is a really good defense. Like here, if you're Houston and you pass on a quarterback this year and you go four and 13 this season and you have the number three pick, you ain't getting Caleb and you're not getting Drake May. So then where are you next year at that position? Well, you might be able to package that and go up, especially yeah. if they trade out and get some picks. You don't think? Dude, dude, dude. What, you are going up to one and two with those two kids next year. I'm just, you're, Hey, you're everybody not, says you're, they're the guys, huh? These two guys are the guys? That's what everybody's saying. Why is that? They're just better than everybody? They're super outrageously talented. Fuck Utah um, kid is yeah. that that guy is yeah. going to be an NFL guy. He's the he is. I'm not I'm not ready to say that uh, the Utah kid. Yeah. No no fuck Utah kid on the fingernails on yeah. the fingernails. Caleb. You remember? Caleb. Oh Caleb yeah yeah Caleb Caleb. I'm telling you Drake and Caleb will go one two next year. Yeah, I understand that, but you're acting like, man, nobody's going to be able to get up there to get him. If you get one or two, you're going to be locked in with that. You're acting like Caleb, the guy that had fuck Utah on his hands. This dude is going to be a guy? Yes. That's awesome to hear. Good for him. I guess I'd be fuck Utah all the yeah. day, too. <laughs> Just do whatever the hell you need to do if you're going to be. the way. That's how everybody's talking about next draft class. If you need a quarterback now and you're not in, like a four, you're going to want to get the one or two next year because Drake May and Caleb, that's how everybody's so, talking. Said that last year. Why is that? It's going to be so expensive to go up to one and two next year. They have two first-round picks next year, too. And what if the Panthers are at one or two? Yeah, they just got a quarterback. Then what? They won't be. Okay. Oh, Bryce Young's going to have success. You think Frank Reich's going to be able to do it? Yeah, they'll be good. Their defense is really good, really talented. They'll be good next year. They'll be solid. What if Bryce Young can't see over the O-line? What if that happens? What if he just can't do it? What if it's just impossible? He did it a ton in, he did it a ton in college. He threw I, over the middle of the field a ton in college. A ton. All right. So I'm just, no dude. No dude in college football. Or, uh, no, none of the top five guys this year, Bryce, CJ, Anthony, Will, and Hendon, threw with more guys in their lap than Bryce Young did. Really? Accurately. Absolutely. Alabama was not – the Alabama offensive line. No guy threw with his with like a either a defender hitting him or his offensive line get pressed into his lap more than Bryce Young. He I can't wait flip. to watch Bryce Young coming in, Anthony Richardson developing, mm-hmm. Caleb Williams, yeah, Drake May. Yep. How about it? Huh? Maybe Will Levis got a cannon. Right, here we go. Hendon Hooker potentially done. Yeah, Dano. Um Schrager came out with his first mock draft today. Yeah, um he was amazing. the most accurate last year. Hendon Hooker, he had going 11 to the Titans uh, ahead of Will Levis at 12 to the Texans. Where do you have Hendon? How do you feel about him? How do you feel about where he lands? Yeah, I love Schrager. I love his mock drafts. I was texting about him last night. So I called a couple of Hendon games. I called Hendon at Virginia Tech. I I called uh, Hendon a game at Tennessee. I think the things you like about Hooker, one, maturity, two, the adversity he's faced, um, you know, three, the – I think he's a very natural touch thrower that can drive the football. I don't think he's got this big, powerful arm. He's a touch thrower, which is a difficult skill to acquire, but he can drive the football. Um, he was forced to think really fast this year, like really fast. They were snapping the ball. Pat, you called some of their games down at game day. like Hypo, quick. Yeah, yeah, quick. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're forced to think quickly. The two kind of – 
He's going to be 27 before he really steps onto the field in the NFL because of the ACL injury. So I think he's 25 or 26 now. He'll be probably right around 27. Um, you don't know much how much volume he had to handle at Tennessee. You know he had to think quickly. You just don't know how much volume. Like a lot of tempo offenses, you're getting to the line of scrimmage and you're just going. And I've asked so many college guys when you're playing this tempo, like what happens if you get to the line of scrimmage and you've misdiagnosed something? They're like, just play fast. You know, so I think you got to figure that out with him. Um, you know, and there's a reality that his offense created a lot of open people and easy reads and easy throws. That's just the truth. And you've got to see how much of that you want to knock him for. Wasn't that a bunch of option routes though out there? It was a bunch of option sure. routes in that offense. So, you know, he has to kind of piece through some things, see some things. And he beat Bama. That's right. Yeah. He beat Bama. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? Beat Bama. Damn. Go to Johnny Mandel. Oh. We actually have something. No shot to Johnny. Well, well certainly, that was. certainly was a shot at Johnny, but no. that won't be the last one leading up the draft. We have a <laughs> uh, we have an entire piece we're putting together about, you know, these first-round quarterbacks and how expectations should actually be mm-hmm. about what – a lot of these guys are going to suck, Dan. A lot of these guys are going to yeah. suck bad at football. Yeah. Yeah, I think – I say this every year. How many great quarterbacks do we have in the league? Great. I don't know, seven, eight, like great quarterbacks. And then there's that group of – another eight or 10 that are a little bit more dependent upon what's around them, coach, play callers, you know, skill position, offensive line. We don't get, we're projecting four or five in the first round. They're not all four or five are going to be good. Hopefully one's going to be really good and two are good players. So, you know, where they go, who they're coached by the health. I mean, there's, it's a dependent position. Um, I think, you know, Bryce went to Alabama CJ went to Ohio State. Anthony Richardson went to Florida. Levis went to Penn State. Like, they're super talented guys. There's a reason why they're going to get drafted. They are crazy talented. Uh, Florida's not, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen Florida lately. No, they stunk this year on offense, but when Anthony went there, they were in the SEC title game. Oh, okay. You're saying he has experienced it. It is still Florida. Have to be good to get into Florida. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, you're still going to big-time schools. You, you, you know, like yeah, these, like these U- dudes. Are- UConn. Nah. Hey, man. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was lucky to go to UConn. I wasn't good enough to go anywhere else. Yeah, they were lucky to have you, though. That's right. Yeah, they were lucky right. to have you. They, yeah, they were. 11 years in the NFL. Is that how many, how many years in the NFL? 11? Yeah, it's 12, Pat. Get it right, dude. You say you got everyone else's stats nailed, and then I come <laughs> on, you're like, played for over 10 years. That sounds good, doesn't it? Better than 12? Not as good as played for 12. This guy played for a decade plus. You know, that's Mm -hmm. a decade sounds forever. You know, a tenth of a century, this guy played longer than, you know what I mean? It's like, now we're talking, now we're going forward all the way. Then we're coming back. And then we're moving it up a little bit. You know what I mean? 12 years is a long time. Long time. Dan, 12 years? Let's go, Dan. Shit. Congrats, Dan. This guy played 14 a corner. Wouldn't play safety. Would not play safety. Couldn't do it. Not athletic enough to move to safety. 14 years. <laughs> really? 14 years of corner, not athletic enough to move to safety. It's real. Yo, Pac-Man played for 14 years? At corner. 2000. Pac-Man, where did you end? Cincinnati? Uh, Denver, 2018. Nin- so Tennessee? Tennessee, Dallas, Cincinnati, um, Denver. 
I don't remember Denver. What, you were out there for one year? I mean, yeah, think about it. Know. How many dudes, <laughs> how many corners have played 14 years in the NFL? I was really like, hooping Probably less Denver. than 20. Probably like Pack, Champ, and how many? Seawood. How many are you? Practice. Sam Practice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. How many, um, how many corners made it 14 years? Do you know that? Have you looked into it? I was the last one in my draft class, and I played. I probably played uh, four or five years without somebody that was drafted with me. So hold on, that corner champ though. Champ was a long time, right? Yeah, champ yeah. was a long. Daryl Green, Wade Oles. I'm talking about my class. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about just yeah. in the history of the game. How many corners? Have Rod Woodson. How long Revis played for? Rod Woodson he, moved the safety. He moved the safety. Yeah, yeah. Revis played. Len Barney. Hey, good for you, dude. Let's go, Pat. Yeah, long time, man. Let's not just dunk on your 12 years real quick, but honestly, yeah, yeah. 14. It's wow. a corner needs to be talked about as well. You know what I mean, Dan? No doubt. No doubt. Big time. Last question for you from Connor, who's massive fan, obviously. Yeah, huge fan, Dan. I played for zero years, so you know you got me. But uh, how do you feel about the wide receivers in this draft class? There really hasn't been much conversation about them, even though you know some of them like Hyatt and Jackson Smith and Jig, but they went to schools with some of these top quarterbacks. Do you think this will be one of those drafts you look back on as another class with a bunch of top tier wide receivers, or no? No, it's a de- it's a better tight end class by far than it is a wide receiver class. I I think the only guy that I love is yeah. Jackson Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that like, can you win at the line of scrimmage? He does. Uh, can you separate downfield versus man coverage? He does. Can you sit in, or do you know how to sit in windows or run to you know run to an open window and not cover yourself up? He does. Can you do stuff with the ball in your hands? Yeah. So. I think he's the only guy that kind of checks all four of those. Um, I, I think philosophically, I would much rather have a, a good tight end than a good number two receiver just because of the different things I could do with the tight end and the formation flexibility and the personnel groupings you can get in and out of and what you got, can ask him to do. So I, I love Mayer. Um, you know, Kincaid, I think, is going to be awesome. I think Laporta from Iowa at tight end is going to be a really Hell good yeah. player. So I think Darn the tight hell. end group is better yeah. than the, the wide receivers. Washington, for sure. How about, um? do we worry about Jackson Smith in Jigba's recovery rate? What do you have? He had a hamstring and he was out for five months. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Zion. Yeah. Last year. What do you think, AJ? You I don't know. I mean, don't forget, Bosa had like a belly, you know, the, the ab injury, and he set out for the year. He, it hasn't hurt him in the NFL. Hmm. Oh, so you tell me? You're saying he sat at the, he was right. What are you he saying? Surgery. I think he had like uh, core surgery, didn't he? Or oh, he had joint? the, uh, <coughs> right? Yeah, yep. The uh, hernia. sports hernia. Sports hernia? Is that what he had? Something. You remember when he used to grab yeah. the balls, tell you to cough? Yep. Yeah, sure. And then that was something that was happening from something spilling out into the other yeah. thing? That's right. Go what a wild it. time that yeah, was. Yeah, look both ways. school? Yeah. Yeah, was it? I mean, didn't it? That was the school. Yeah. School yeah. physical. Physical. Yeah, physical. Pencil. Administered by a doctor, I hope, for you guys. Well, yeah, pig. What do you think? <laughs> what the hell? Okay, I don't know. You acted like it was some willy-nilly. Out <laughs> I don't know. I don't field. know if just some random is checking for sports hernias, pal. All right? Not where we're I mean, from. down that way. I'm sorry. Sorry Dan had to hear that. What kind of doctors they got in Ohio, Sounds AJ? Like yeah, Ohio exa- he's yeah. the face Real of it. in Ohio. Pittsburgh, the guy. Yeah, what is, the, what is this about the face of Ohio? What is <laughs> he is the, what's that, AJ? <laughs> yeah, that did not happen in Pittsburgh. But it's things that he just said is why he won the Ohio's yeah, finest award. Right. <laughs> he is the face of Ohio, Dan. This guy won it. Let's go. 
Dan, obviously you understand. There's no face of Ohio award, Dan. You know that. That's what it is. You and, you and Bobby Carpenter? Yep. And Vrabel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And Vrabel. Carpenter's needs people. Too. Go back to that trophy, please. Let's see if it's shaped like his face. Kind of. Uh, a little bit. Little I, bit. I just got to turn it, you know? Yeah, so AJ. Yeah, think Ohio, they think of you three. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the Ohio's finest. Yeah. Wait till you see Axel win that thing in about 15, 20 years. Can't wait for that. Uh, Dan, have a great day. Your kids, I assume, are very thankful that you're home during the spring. Good luck in the baseball games. Let's get some good wood out there. Let's get some good wood. Let's get some solid (laughs) shots. Is it T-ball? What is it? No, it's it's baseball. It's eleven year old little league baseball. Well have fun. Little league baseball nowadays. Those are good times. He's not allowed. Kid pitch? Oh yeah. He's not allowed to kids so freaking gas dude it's Who? outrageous how good the kids are dude they throw gas your kids no my son doesn't there's kids in the league who do nice. will he hit the ball tonight or no oh he better <laughs> well you're not allowed to coach him right because you rich whites don't want your parents getting involved in coaching yep. you know what it is mm-hmm. yep. you know what it is <laughs> you say you're rich whites yeah i do uh no i coach little league baseball i'm not allowed to coach lacrosse oh, oh okay. there it is i'm not allowed to coach travel baseball not okay. allowed to coach travel baseball. That's a good thing. Just whenever states limit what parents are allowed to do with their kids. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, no Ladies problem. and gentlemen, yeah. the absolute legend, Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Oh! Anthony Richardson, number two overall, AJ. Wow. That's going wow. to be a shot to the kids there of Ohio for C.J. Stroud. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy about it because if somebody, if Houston Texans take quarterback in two and it's Anthony Richardson, sweet. I hope they're able to coach him up, make him great. And if they're running that uh, Shanahan offense, I assume it'll be good. We're kind of fucked in the AFC South anyways, but if that happens, good luck for him. If we end up with C.J. Stroud here in Indianapolis, I think Colts fans would be very, very pumped about that. For I think sure. that would be something we would consider as a win, but who knows who's going up to three. Yes. If C.J. Stroud's still available at three, who will the Cardinals end up trading with to potentially mm-hmm. go up and get C.J.? That's a whole other conversation. What I like what you're doing is you're mentally preparing to be happy no matter who you get at quarterback. I can, I can <laughs> sense yep. it. You've seen a couple reactions to Will Levis. Will, no the, offense. That one's the one you're working on yeah. the hardest. He yeah. kind of talked you back into it a little bit, though. He works hard. Yeah. See how jocked he is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw, did you see him at Man, the Manning Academy? I, I saw it just popped up when he was at the Manning Academy. That dude was slanging the rock, man, and he was competitive. It was he, he sold me a little bit, honestly, watching that. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm in. He's yoked. Boom. All right, let's talk about some breaking news that's taking place around the NFL. Tamar Hamlin has been cleared for football to play Here yet again. Go. A man who we all thought died on a Monday night football field as the entire world prayed alongside this man. Mm-hmm. Even those that were not very religious watched the devastating, dramatic things happen in front of her eyes where his chest was getting literally compressed live on a football field in front of 16 million people watching on Monday Night Football. The entire world mourned. Thought we lost him. Now here we are, April 18th, 2023. He's back, cleared for football. Hell yeah, science. Hell yeah, doctors. Yeah. Hell yeah, first responders there in Cincinnati in the training room. He's currently doing a press conference aj what are your thoughts whenever you hear this i mean the fact that yeah when watching that happen and all of the immediate aftermath the fact that you like playing football was not on my mind obviously i don't think a lot of people were thinking at that time oh is this guy is this guy gonna be able to play in the nfl again so the fact that he's cleared is that's Mm -hmm. awesome i I hope he like i wonder how he feels how's he gonna feel going into the first kind of contact they ever have it's gonna be weird for him i bet yeah it's interesting because whenever you have an injury you have a surgery let's let's say you have a surgery on your knee when you get back into it it's gonna hurt like hell and your mental hurdle is you're not gonna hurt it again like you have to go through this pain you're not gonna hurt it again 
I couldn't even imagine what his mental mental hurdle could potentially be. But if he's mentally tough enough to get back to where he's been, we assume he'll be mentally tough enough to be able to handle it. He's a Pittsburgh kid, which is good news. What are your thoughts on this Pac-Man Jones? Oh, life is precious, man. It's a blessing to see him on TV talking about something that we've talked about in the last month and a half. But um, it's good, man. It's good. He's he been talking about all he want to do is get back on the football field. I had a chance to chill with him. And um, we spent a lot of time over the uh, pro football week. I mean, what is it? Pro football? I mean, it's the pro football. The uh, the Super Bowl? Bowl. The Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Pro, pro Bowl, Bowl. Um, in Vegas. And um, I got a lot of t- time to chill with him and talk to him. We actually did a couple things together. but Blackjack? Um, yeah, played a little blackjack. He's How not, was he? Pretty good? I ain't going to say he's a good gambler. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. uh, okay, that's a shame tomorrow. Let's figure that out. I mean, he's good at a lot of other things, yeah. which is bouncing back from something that none yeah. of us thought was possible. I think whatever they started talking about, the doctor said, goal is to get him back playing football. That yeah. was like a couple yeah. weeks after the whole incident, and all of us were like, hey, no, no, Doc. Like, yeah. have a, Slow down. Hey, Doc, a little consideration. <laughs> Please, yeah. this guy. He was dead. But now we're like, he's back in football. What an inspiring tale for anybody that's going through anything. It's like, hey, this guy was dead on a football field, eyes on him. Now, before the next season starts, he's already been cleared to get back into action. You can have a minor setback that is very serious for a major comeback. He's got a lot more fans. We're all very, very proud of him. Congrats to DeMar and the entire community. That's him, too, right there. Yeah, not Michael B. Jordan for everybody on the internet. Yeah, if that's Michael B. Jordan, we're going to find out how fucking good he is at a backpedal real quick. He's going to get exposed out there that's if, right. that, if that ain't tomorrow. That was funny. We was talking about it. He's like, yeah, man, I got all these ticks. People thought I was somebody else. They recrossed it, bro. Yeah, really? People really thought that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a real conversation. Yeah, it's a duplicate. This is, this is <laughs> not actually him. Place. Oh, the NFL paid somebody to act like they're DeMar Hamlin. Paid off DeMar Hamlin's family so they won't say anything. Must be nice to have billions of dollars in your pocket to make everything go away. That's not DeMar Hamlin. Oh, it just so happened to snow, and it's a blurry camera. He's like the fucking Bigfoot on camera in 2023. That ain't him. This is the clearest thing we've ever seen. Now he's getting cleared for football. Whoever's filling in for DeMar Hamlin might get exposed week one. Or maybe science did a miracle here. Yeah, pretty damn good. And I think we should all feel a little bit more comfortable about, you know, the state in which we are living that – that could happen, mm-hmm. and you can come back and play the same sport right. that is very physical and very demanding cardiovascular-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, his heart is going to get tested. Yeah. Big this, time. This thing is going to get tested through this whole thing. He's all the way back. Congrats to him, Mark. And for the other players. Like, people have talked about how, like, the PTSD of being on the field and seeing that happen. Like, it must be reassuring for them. Like, hey, worst-case scenario can happen, and you can still, you know, come yeah. back and make a full recovery. Yeah. Breaking news in the NFL – Allen Robinson, formerly of the Chicago Bears, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams, is now a Pittsburgh Steeler. The Steelers have traded for veteran wide receiver Allen Robinson from the Rams and have granted permission to give him a physical per sources from the Rams. If the Steelers are comfortable with the physical, Robinson is expected to land in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett, who has Pickens, now has Allen Robinson as a weapon. Matt Canada might learn how to call offensive plays in the NFL. Najee Harris learned how to run downhill towards the end of the year. All signs are pointing up for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's go to the Steelers fan on the stage. Boss... 
I am from Pittsburgh, but no. I'm a Steelers fan. Turn Diggs, I'm sorry. I that was disres- an incredible compliment. That was very disrespectful of you. you. I Thank can't you. believe I did that. Tone Diggs, your thoughts on Allen Robinson coming to Pittsburgh? Very, very excited. I've always, I've always liked him. He had some injuries the last two years, but the two years before that, he had uh, about 100 catches and a 1,200 yards each of those two seasons. Pack and I always talk about it. You need a third wide receiver, so you pair him with Deontay Johnson and and GP George Pickens. Uh, I don't know if he's the two, he's the three, he's what, but I think those three kind of interchangeable. Uh, I think it's awesome because then with you have the three wide receivers, you have Muth, you have Naj, uh, you got KP who's gonna I think gonna be good. Uh, they shored up the O line in the uh, free agency a little bit. If you draft a tackle, I think it's great for the Steelers. But yes, Matt Cannon is still sitting there. He's the wild card. If he's done, if he if he doesn't get it done this year, he's gonna be gone. So we'll see. Uh oh, Pac Man Jones, mm. Pittsburgh Steelers making moves. Fuck. Okay, so you are upset about oh, this. Alan Robinson, uh, good football player. Alan Robinson. Unbelievable football player, especially when he's healthy. Um, I don't like this. I'm definitely not going to say anything good about the Steelers. <laughs> so, Tone, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you, Pac. How about the Rams? I have a lot of respect for for Aaron, um, But, hey, honestly, no, Pac, though. Pac, do you really, are you really worried that the Steelers are a threat to the Bengals in that division? Well, no, I'm not because we have a three-head monster offense. Um and I don't think they can outscore us. That's that's the difference between hey, um, Nodge, Pickens, yep. Allen Robinson, yep. Deontay. Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth. AJ sounded nervous. He was getting defensive. Jalen Warren. Who's AJ, the you, what you were saying? What no. are we even talking about? I can't touch the Bengals. Uh, uh, I, I figured. I, I would assume Pat or Pack is pretty confident in what the Bengals are doing, so the Steelers can do whatever they want, and he still mm-hmm. feels pretty good about that matchup twice a year. Well, only thing scared me, you know, our secondary is a, a little young. We lost Jesse Bates. Um, we lost uh, Bell. Yep. Um, so we we re-piecing some pieces when it comes. Oh to the no, secondary. Allen Robinson lost Hayden Hurst. Going to eat. Yeah. Oh my God. But offensive. It's nothing they can do to pretty much stop what we got going on. We only hurt ourselves offensive wise. So it's nothing that the Steelers can do. Um, I, I don't think they have enough in the cast. Oh. They, they did go and get my boy on the defensive side of the ball, but you know, who's that? Still, I ain't, Steelers is the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers are making plays here. It's not a normal Steelers move here, I don't think. No, Omar Khan has come in uh, and he's he's made some really good uh, moves. They brought in. Um, Andy Weidel from the Eagles, who, like, he was in that front office for a long time, Pittsburgh guy who comes back. Uh, so I, I feel like they've got kind of like Omar's open to more non-traditional Steeler things as Ooh. the GM, and then they're kind of like the Eagles went out and they made moves with players, and it feels like they're kind of doing a little more, which I think Steelers fans are happy about. Allen Robinson wasn't shit with the Rams, but they just no. never gave him the ball. Him Ever. and Matt Stafford never got yeah. on the same page. Zito, he was a monster for the Bears. He was three – how many straight 1,000-yard seasons with no quarterback and no offensive production? Yeah, him and Mitch got along very well. But uh, I think it was like a th- like two, three, whatever. I think he even got a thousand whenever the nobody's were playing. Jags, yeah, yeah he yeah. was with the Jags and they were terrible, yeah. and then they got a little better, and then he I think ended we up got him off that knee injury, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so if he's back healthy, Pittsburgh Steelers, look at here we go. They didn't here get worse go. this offseason. I'll say that. Yeah. Who? Who? What teams are you saying did get worse? Oh, the Vikings off the top of my head. I don't know why I said that, but that was just yeah. the first team that popped into my head. The, yeah, well, they did too. Okay, maybe. We don't know. Jordan Love might we be We don't guy. know. He yet. hasn't been traded yet. But, well, that's a good point, technically. Nobody talking. AJ, did you hear that? Ian said really no movement at all between the Packers and the Jets. It's like, so they just assume a deal is going to get done? Is that kind of what's happening here? I don't I don't think I – I don't know, man. That's something I ask all the time, isn't it? Like, in these negotiations, don't we assume that these guys are on the on the phone every day going back and forth? A lot of times I think they're, they're silent. Like, hey, I don't want to – 
I'm not going to be the guy to call back. It's an old power move either way. Yeah, that's like secession. Like, hey, we're going to need to hear his voice is mm-hmm. what they said before. Good. I saw it. I liked that episode. We'll get good to that enough. in a bit. We're I not talking about that enough. right now. <laughs> I know. But I know. We, it, was, it is setting up for, obviously, mayhem, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's setting up for a lot. We need the disgusting brothers a little bit more mm-hmm. screen time. Keep them around. You know what I mean? A little yes. bit more screen. I need to see somebody that isn't just handed a job or nepotism, just getting them a thing. I need them to have a shot here mm-hmm. for me to remain interested. But love the show. Rest in peace. L to the OG. Right. Okay? Let's just <laughs> get that. Let's just clear the air. Mm-hmm. I will continue to watch, but I am not pumped they killed the best character this early into the final season. One that I was there for, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to Allen Robinson. He can be a player. Oh, yeah. yes. But it all goes back to Matt Canada. Their offense was so bad. They didn't even have hot routes. This is the NFL. They're playing a fucking junior high football. We talked a couple weeks ago about how Peyton Manning had a wristband for his kid who was playing flag football, and they would have two plays called at the line. These are seven or eight-year-olds. I, don't, I forget what the age was, and they would check plays. They had like 50-some plays that they would call to. Matt Canada and the offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't even have a hot route. This is the call. We are going old school, mm-hmm. basic, let's just get Kenny Pickett through the year football. If that doesn't change, you got no shot. to. doesn't matter who the fuck's on your team. Exactly. you got to be smart in the NFL. We watch in the trenches. They set up leverage. They set up distractions. They set up decoys. They have this happening, this happening, this happening. Steelers were just basically... Techno bowl, techno bowl football. Yep. Like yep. that can't happen, AJ. That cannot be the case. And I think all of Pittsburgh <laughs> has let Canada, Tomlin, and the Steelers know that. But how much can he change overnight? So, how long has Matt Canada been there on the staff? Uh, he, that'll be his, this will be his third or second as an OC. I can't remember off the top of my head. Two or three. Okay. So, was he there? He was there with Big Ben or no? He was his quarterback coach for a season, I believe, if I'm correct. Well, doesn't it sound like Big Ben had. All kinds of freedom. All he could pretty much do whatever he wants. I know going back to that podcast when they mentioned Football. there's no hot routes mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, they talk like Ben could just you know he give a guy a look. Here you go, stand up. I'm throwing it to you at the line, no matter what the play is. Things like that COVID. is what every great quarterback is able to do. So did they, did Canada think that Kenny Pickett was too young and he couldn't handle that yet, or what? To your point, during COVID year, Roethlisberger, yep. because the stadiums were empty, yep. would actually do what he's yep. been doing his entire career: a run a go. And then the corner's like, I can hear this guy. Did he just say, (laughs) he just said, run a go. If this guy runs a go, we all got to keep it cool here. I think Roethlisberger is just going to tell us what everybody's going to do. But that's old school football there. Mm -hmm. That's like old, old school. That's draw up backyard football. He's doing old school high school football, Matt Canada now. Are you saying this guy maybe doesn't have the capability of drawing up, calling up Mm -hmm. plays because Ben Roethlisberger is kind of doing whatever he wanted out there? It'll be be third as his O.C. I was trying to say, did this drive Matt Canada crazy when Big Ben oh. was there when he was his quarterback coach with all the freedom Ben had? Does he not like that as an offensive coordinator? We have some other breaking news oh. around the NFL. We do believe we are the first to report this. Okay. Handsome Blaine Gabbert will be signing with the Kansas City Chiefs Ooh. to be backup quarterback behind wow. the Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations to Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. They get a veteran backup here where if something happens to Patrick Mahomes, yep. which we have seen happen throughout his career, whether it's a freak thing with his foot or a knee or something like that, he's incredibly tough. When the time comes that he has to play, he will play. But if he has to rest, they have a veteran guy in there. They had success with Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. as their backup quarterback. I assume Blaine Gabbert will be able to pick up that offense quickly and be able to be a great backup for them. Congrats to Blaine. Congrats to Andy Reid, who started OTAs virtually. Tell the boys, Mm -hmm. take two more weeks. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do. We'll see you in a while. That seems like a great place to be right now. Blaine Gabbert is now a part of the kingdom. A.J. Hawk. Think about it. Blaine Gabbert knows, like, hey, there's going to be a pivotal moment during this season, maybe in the playoffs, where I'm going to have to come in, maybe for a series or two, I'm going to have to finish a game. We, we've seen it done before with the Kansas City Chiefs, and like fluke things happen to Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, go get yourself a ring, Blaine, and, and maybe get some good time. Another ring. Blaine was with Tampa, obviously. He was blacked out drunk with Tom Brady in that yacht yep. party. Yep. Congrats to Blaine for enjoying that and extending his career at the backup position. I assume he's going to love life over there. Yeah, I mean, Chad Henney. I think we'll always remember oh, that yeah. fourth down with Chad yeah. Henney against the Browns. Like, he could. Had to make it. Had, had yeah. to make it. No yeah. way they're throwing this ball. Yeah. Boom. He throws it. The thought going into it was like, Chad Henney, the backup's in. There's no chance they're actually going to run this play. They'll just, you know, take the delay game, run the clock down and punt it. You played against Blaine Gabbard before? Yeah. He's yeah. been around a long time. He was with the Jags, right, for a long time? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Top top 10 pick. Arizona, yeah. Jags, mm-hmm. Tampa. 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 He's been, yeah. Tennessee, maybe, or no? Jags kind of yeah, broke was him. On I, Tennessee. I think the Jags broke him. For sure. Yeah, well, a lot of, Jags yeah. break a lot of people. Yeah, back then. Back then. Yeah. Who knows Excuse about me. now? Remember, I, he, was, he was on the cover of SI with, it was like him, Cam Newton, and someone else, and it was like the who's next, because he was so good in college. And Missouri? Then, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was Locker. Yeah, yeah it was Locker. Locker. And then, yeah, he goes to Jacksonville, and just they sucked immediately every year he was there. And it, it was kind of like similar to Tannehill when he went to Miami, just like got ruined and then – Never really, he never really got a chance to be a starter anywhere else. Always has kept the moxie, though. I think we see that from practice clips, internet clips, and from, obviously, the yacht party. So, congrats to him keeping it when he could have been done and out. I think we talked every single time the Jags played the Colts. Incredibly fucking cool dude, too. Happy to hear he's having success. Cool as hell, and he's a great caddy. Um, when, I, <laughs> when I say that, I mean that. Like, he's the caddy, so he knows his role. Um, he ain't trying to be the superstar, but he can come in and give you valuable plays at valuable moments. I think so. This is a good signing by uh, Brett Veach and Andy Reid, and that is breaking news. I yeah, he just saved a couple people, too, off the coast of uh, Florida. Oh, yeah, on a jet ski. Right. Yeah. yeah. Saved live. A, bo- a helicopter, helicopter crash. Yeah. 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 On a jet ski. I mean, Blaine yeah. Gabbard's Fucking the guy you hero. want in your building. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We would have extended an offer to Blaine Gabbard to join our building if he was to retire from football. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a thought or if that was anywhere near that. It is not this year, though. He's no. going to Kansas City. We're happy for him. Shout out to our source, Sis, for that little piece of information. Also, shout out to the Five Energy phone line, 1 432 3663 or 1 Dome. We'll be answering calls on the other side of this break. Hour three on the other side. Might have a surprise guest as well, Paul. Oh, what? Hey, now. We also got a lot of quotes coming out of DeMar Hamlin's press conference. Can't wait to hear what he's saying. What? A story. Unreal. He's back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a movie. Playing football. Mm-hmm. Probably being written right now. That is a Disney movie. Numerous versions. Yeah. Are being written right now. Of mm-hmm. Probably be some knockoff terrible ones. For sure. And then obviously the Creme de la Creme starring Michael B. Jordan. Yep. Yep. Willer. Who's gonna who's gonna be the trainer, you think? Like Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson? Will Smith. Who was the trainer's Ooh. old white man, I think. Yeah, yeah. God, well, I don't remember what his what name was. What was his was. name? Hold on. Oh Ken? Andrew? Yes, yeah. There's an assistant trainer from Buffalo that got a bunch of pubs. Yeah. I thought it was Scott or something. Maybe. When I first seen him in Vegas, I was like. Damar? Yeah. 
<laughs> Good move, make sure. Good move. Hey, man, just wanted to make sure. People were taking screenshots. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you see, his tattoo's not there. Yeah, he got a new tattoo on his hand. Was it Ken? His name was Ken? Denny Kellington. Oh. Ah, see? Denny Kellington. You can see how the brain. For yeah. sure. Kelly Denning. Shout out to Denny Kellington. Boom. I don't know if Will Smith's going to play that guy, AJ, but hopefully, <laughs> might. hopefully somebody will. You know what I mean? He needs another chance, man. Give him a shot. Let's get to a break. Ben Affleck. Pac-Man, what are you going to do for a giveaway? Oh, yeah. Bye. Next hour. What do you think? Did you see me do the pickleball thing? Did you see me do the thunderball thing? Yeah, that looked very difficult. It was not easy. It took that took me way more than I thought it was gonna take. Good movement on it, balls too. Got, yeah, yeah, I could have lollipopped them in, I think. Yeah, but but wanted to do a couple strikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. had to. you know what I mean? I'd got two a couple times in a row. Had a couple cutter shots, had two in a row. Couldn't get all three. Because with how high those top ones are. That's not necessarily where you want to put no, that's not a pickleball. Pickle you don't yeah. want to put it that high. Hey, pickleball. So I wasn't able to get all three. I got work to do. Uh, that was added into it, though, if you want to think about it. What do you want to do, Pac? What are you thinking? The shot again. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. That was. Is it because, like, From the stage sometimes or? you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you type thing? Mm-hmm. No, no, I can make this shot. Oh, from the other free throw line? Yeah. The one I'm all right. I think you can, too. Hell, fuck. 100%. I think you can do anything. Yeah, play You're out of Pac-Man years. Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AJ, you think he'll make that shot? Yeah, I think he'll probably make the first one. Okay. Let's Why don't you, just do it right, you want to do it right now? Oh, whoa. Don't feel obligated. Don't feel... No, don't hey, this would ruin what AJ said. I'll take one ball. All right, one Three, ball. Java, 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 Java. playing D. Blocking the eye a little bit, trying to get in your head. Don't let Java do that to you. Oh, Bill McCombs went and sprint and got his camera. Wearing the Deion Sanders jersey. Remember, Deion played professional baseball and professional football. Mm-hmm. Probably could have played professional basketball if he wanted to. He's fucking Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Adam Pac Man Jones from the opposite free throw line in the Thunderdome. Oh, oh, come God. on. Oh, oh no. Oh, That's God. bad. Holy shit. Oh, oh shit. Fucking God. Let's get to a break. It's five winners. Let's try to get the bad energy out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. not good. Get that juju out of here. You're going to make it, though. That's what third hour is all about. Be your friend. Tell a friend. We got a massive. Uh, Zito says Steve Zahn should play Denny. I don't know yep. who Steve Zahn is, but in this group, text, he's good. He looks That's exactly good like the guy. Saving silver. Steve Zahn, yeah, legend. That is yeah. Denny. Oh, wow. Kellington. It yeah. is. <laughs> Holy shit. Come here, yeah. huh? This guy needs to get to the airport, <laughs> get to the little body thing, yep. learn CPR as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, staying alive, staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive. Staying alive. Staying alive. They did that for like seven songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. The guy lived. He did. Yeah. And he's back playing football. Back. Unreal. Hell yeah, dude. This is Ohio's finest. This is the face of Ohio, AJ Hawk. Hell oh. yeah. Congratulations. Oh. Boom. Yep. Suck it. Anything to say? What are we, Kick off what are we doing? What are we doing right now? I just didn't know if you want to say, like, because what, I am. Intro the rest of the rest of the guys and everyone. Get everybody involved. No. Reset here. They're not. They're not right? on camera yet. Yeah, no, we're because we're all waiting to what do you really. Need for me, what do you need from me? What are you what trying to do? Yours? 
Yep. You tell me. Go ahead. What do we need? You know, <laughs> from from you, you. I don't know. What do you need? Ask not. Okay. Right. What we need <laughs> for on. you. Mm-hmm. More so, ask that. what you can do for all of us from the state of Ohio. Yeah. Teddy. What? Kennedy, one of them. Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. Teddy. Yeah, Teddy had a car situation back in the day. But, um, yeah, what do you think about the JFK assassination, Pat? <laughs> I know that it was uh, – I know that that was a fucking inside job. Uh, okay, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. I don't love it. I don't know why we got him rolling around in that rag top just so willy-nilly like that. Yeah, yeah. boom, grassy knolls right there. Boom. There's a second spitter. It might as well potential shooter, yeah, spitter potentially <laughs> as well. I mean, who knows what they did after they shot, but it felt like they just had a big fucking spotlight on them. Hey, you want to kill this guy? Boom. Now it's your chance. Coming right through town. I didn't love that, okay? Um, but follow-up, just like Kennedy was a man who was trying to serve the country and the community. Mm-hmm. You are now serving the state of Ohio yep. as Ohio's finest, as the champion of Ohio, as yep. the face of Ohio. It's a great responsibility. I don't take this lightly. I, I promise you that. I hope Great not. speech, AJ. Yeah, yeah. Speech, AJ. Great speech, Woo. AJ. What does it mean to you to be the face of Ohio? Stop it. No. Pac, what's up, man? What's going on over there? <laughs> what's up, bro? This is unbelievable. Pac, don't let him, yeah, Pac, don't don't let him off him. the hook here. Don't let him off the hook here. Listen, there's local <laughs> newspapers <laughs> There's Ohio news channels right. that would like to be able to interview you mm-hmm. about your... I did a few of them I was there. It was perfect. Just act like this is one of those. Yeah. For those of us that didn't yeah. see it. Yeah. AJ, what does this mean? To, was that... You can go find it somewhere online, I'm sure. No. Well, I, I know that I could find a Internet basement... Re, uh, if you need any waterproofing, yeah. there's a I'm video. I'm sure you right. could, I you can tell you about a T-bone steak, but wouldn't you want to stick your head up a butcher's ass? That's right. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. And actually. find out? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. AJ, what does it mean to you? You know, a kid <laughs> from Centerville who ended up going to Ohio State, yep. oh. go on to become a world champion. Mm-hmm. Now you live back in your home state, yep. representing in such a... To be named Ohio's finest, what does that mean to you? And did you bop to the thought of it before you won the actual award? Uh, that's a hard no, but <laughs> it, it did make me... Quite, like, growing up in Ohio was a great place to play football, a great place to play sports. Hell yeah. Now, what I learned today is... You guys in Pittsburgh got checked for hernia from some guy outside his Camaro in some <laughs> park, and you would just line up and you'd grab your balls. It was a fire. Break. I don't understand why that happened. I hope I you're proud of yourself. If you're I the face of Ohio, doctor. It was a Firebird. I'm sick of this, dude. Might have been Todd T-top. Haley. Was it T-Top? It was a T-Top Firebird. Mm. Oh, yes. Well, it was fast, though. I mean, he had a little curtain up, too. So it was just... quick. Yeah. I mean, no gloves. No gloves, for sure. No, he had a marble right in his mouth and a couple do, icy lights. Yeah. Do you think oh. the people that voted you, the other Ohioans that voted you the face of Ohio, <laughs> I don't think it was a vote. I don't think it was a vote. There it is. Boom. There it is. There Boom. There you go. Who, how's it's red, that? baby. So it's not a vote? How's it go? I, I don't that, know who decides. That's a great question. I didn't ask how this all comes about. I assume it was unanimous. Yeah. yeah. You've earned it. Clearly. All the lords of the different Ohio counties. Is it like the Heisman or the, <laughs> all the ex-winners vote, too? <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. So it's like the lords of the counties yeah. plus Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then and Tony Gonzalez. Final yeah. check off from Wexy. Dick LeBeau. Yeah. Anthony Gonzalez, excuse me. What's he up to? What is? I was going to ask you that. He, he's not in politics. I mean, he, I'm sure he's making like Why 80 mil a year for some startup or something. That's, he's he's got to so be smart. so happy he's not in politics. Oh, yeah. 
He's up for face of Ohio here soon. Oh, but yeah. It's going to well, be a few years because yeah, he because, needs a little time still. Anyway, since you don't want to celebrate the fact that you got this award, I hope they were. I don't. You know, you've earned it. But I do wonder if they think to themselves, should have gave it to somebody maybe that would be willing maybe, to yeah, champion it, expand upon what the award right. means. Champion yeah, award. they might have to rescind it. Yeah, because what if the next winner wins and we don't know that person like we know AJ? Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. should we know about Ohio's finest, the face of Ohio, Ohio champion winners? What should we know about the award, what it's about, what it stands for, what it means to the person that receives it? We've tried to get that fucking answer 48 hours straight. That's right. I hope that that person would be able to articulate their thoughts and, mm -hmm. and kind of just speak from the heart and, and say Talking to the wrong guy, pal. Pure, I cannot. Maybe that's what it means, though. Maybe, maybe could, that's could what it is. Not could allowed be. to. Maybe that's what it, what the award really is. You choked up, man. Does it get you? That's why you can't. You're really... right. You know, I'm an emotional guy. You don't. Don't. I can't. You know, that's you why I'm not talking now. Yeah. Is that why you're deflecting so hard? <laughs> are you embarrassed? You've earned this. This isn't uh -huh. imposter yeah. syndrome. We've been saying that you should be the face of Ohio. <laughs> Sorry, that's amazing. What is, dude? Are we waiting? Are, are we waiting for somebody that's possibly on the line? Is that what we're doing right no, now? No, we're, nope. we're waiting for an answer. Yeah. On what this Ohio's well, finest. I told you, I am not able to articulate exactly what the award is. I'm not sure. What? I'm what being is, honest with you. What is our show's problem, dude? This guy wins a it's fucking nice. prestigious award. Okay, Fragile. Fragile, this guy. Yep. Wins the entire it. state. It's unbelievable. It's not just a leg lamp. No. 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 It's a glass. Yes. And this dude just won't open up about how pumped he Go is. On. That his oh, state that he's from, man. that he champions, yeah. has now named him yeah. champion. champion. That's a big moment. Yes. Huge moment. Yeah. Your kids are going to see this later. Come on. Maybe. Talk to them, not us. And they can say, hey, Dad, what was that? And I say, I don't know, guys, but I got to see some of the great high school coaches. Ohio State to recognize Herb Street Hawk with Herbie won Herbie, one of yeah, these? What? Got it the night before, yeah. Herbie, Herbie ran a round table with all the old coaches. Herbs, Trestle, Ryan Day, John Cooper, they're all on stage. What, dude? Herb? Yep, there's pictures, there's pictures of that. They were there the night before. I didn't. I wish I would have gone to that, actually. There's no pictures of that that I've no, seen. Mm -mm. Congrats to you. They look cool. Hey, let's go Elks, huh? Centerville Elks. Yeah, Elks Ohio's up. finest, dude. What's in the water, huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> Did anybody bring oh. up the fact that one of the Ohio's finest award winners ended the career of the other Ohio's oh. finest uh, <laughs> award winner with a blatant helmet-to-helmet -helmet shot during a reunion game? Is that talked about this weekend during the celebrations? Well, I, I, don't, I didn't actually see Kirk. He was there Thursday night, but that is still up for debate because who knows if the shot I gave Kirk was the one that put him out. He, he absorbed many more shots the rest of that day, I'm sure. I, he actually said he took off his pads and walked on yeah, the field. That was he, it. he said, I'm an adult. Why do I have pads on to begin with? And then I got this guy who's got oversized shoulder pads, yep. and he just went right down to the side of cranium. Mm -hmm. I use my brain and my face now mm -hmm. what is this fucking kid's problem oh he's an ohio fuck mm -hmm. oh he's the face of ohio that's right mm -hmm. congrats to you both congrats boys really happy that we've gotten shit out of you can't even call herbie kirk will have more kirk will have more for who you. did you thank in your speech there we go herbie good question everybody the troops nice. god Respect. everybody did you thank every jimmy pandering. I, I pandered to every group i could so you thank trump too What's your problem? <laughs> I'm just asking. He's a pan. This is a football. This is a sport. This is a sport thing. We no, got to shoehorn your I'm political nonsense into this thing. We're talking about Ohio here, okay? I figured that was probably number one on his list. I don't know if that. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know if you know Ohio that well, Con. I, I guess I don't. That's why I'm asking. Anyways, let's move on because AJ's clearly not going to represent what he won. No. Right. He will represent it actually, but he doesn't know what he's representing.
No, he doesn't. Which is almost a little bit more go. of a problem. Yeah. But congrats to all future winners. If Herbie and Hawk are winning it and Vrabel's a winner of it, yeah. this is a, an award that you want. None of them know what the fuck it is. No. But everybody is. Everybody wants it. That's right. Mm-hmm. We will never be able to win it. No. A man that's been on stage with us for the last month and a half, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 14-year NFL corner, Adam Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, he can win it. He can win it. Pac-Man, you could win the Ohio's Finest Award. I think you mm-hmm. have to be from Ohio too much. Oh, you got to be born natural. Uh, you got to be a natural okay. citizen oh, okay. of Ohio. <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. No, I don't take. know. Pac should, Pac's been in Ohio long enough. He should be up for it. Uh, I don't know. I think he had to be born in Ohio. Okay. Could you imagine you win Ohio's oh, finest? God. Holy shit. Changed my life. Could you imagine that award? Yeah, man. <laughs> Would you want that? Big award, huh? Yeah, it is. Big award. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody <laughs> knows what it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows exactly what it is. In the Jesus. Do you have a jacket or is it like a Hall of Fame type crew? Do you guys get a red yeah. jacket? You get, oh, get a ring, coat. don't you? Don't you Letterman get a ring? jacket. Ring? Nah, that, maybe the ring's in the mail. I don't know. I didn't get it day of. No. 12 days. They need to start souping this up. Let's get some fucking jackets on the boys. Yeah. Some tailor will just grab tablecloth yep. to make it big for all these fucking giants. Yep. AJ Hawk, six foot two. What are you? Barely six one. I'm not a giant at all. Six two, two fifty. He's being yeah, strapped. Absolutely strapped. Bobby Carpenter, absolutely strapped. Mike Vrabel has. Two tins of dip in his mouth. Mm-hmm. That's how big his fucking head is. Yep. He just kind of blends in there. Absolutely jocked. They need a red jacket. They do. Mm-hmm. They, do. they need a red jacket for that thing. Don't you think? I mean, we should. I, I wonder who they're looking for for next year to win this thing. Yeah. Maybe oh. they're going to get a sweet jacket and a ring. Okay. And can we add on to this conversation? Because this felt like a good idea. And I only know this happened because the general, Bobby Carpenter, was yeah. posting about it all weekend. At the same thing that you won this Face of Ohio award alongside Kirk Herbstreet, they were doing a fundraiser for charity and for NIL. Has that Ohio Buckeye cruise uh, people kind of been like, you know what, we've done a lot of good, but if the NIL needs to pick up a little bit, we can certainly add into that. Has that become something? Is that like basically what every fundraiser is going to be now? And that makes a lot of sense. That seems like a smart thing to kind of do with how much money you guys have raised and have the capability of raising and the people that are giving all the money are all diehard Buckeyes. Feels like that's an easy pipeline to kind of help fund the NIL deal. Is that what's going on? Yeah, the uh, there's a the coaches clinics all weekend. There's spring game Saturday and then Saturday night they they set a stage up. It all came from the cruise. So Ryan Day was on the cruise, the Ohio State charity cruise I go on every year. He bought a package for like, I don't know how many thousands of dollars for this band to play anywhere he wants them to. And he was like, yeah, I got it. I don't know where I'm going to have him play, whatever, maybe in my backyard. And so the cruise people got together, put this whole charity fundraising event north to Nashville is the band. They're awesome. The kid Evan Blankenship, this lead singer, played to Ohio State. Oh. Uh, and they played. And a lot of the money, I don't know how much, but yeah, a lot of it went to NIL. And I think they have fundraisers all the time now where portions of it are going to the nil and i think ryan day is behind a lot of it because he has to gotta be boots on the ground man that's a smart idea pack we've talked about the business of college right now how do you get the funds who cares need the funds need the funds the fact that ohio state has been in this game for a long time we all assume right we all assume ohio state's been cheating for a long time now day one have they been we don't know what we do know is if you go to ohio state you play well you'll get paid forever in columbus Mm -hmm. and in ohio because of how passionate their fans are we're talking about fifty hundred thousand dollar signing things after you graduate from college west virginia 
I don't know how much Pac-Man was offered. I got offered like seven hundred fifty bucks, thousand bucks. Here we go. That was awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good. That, that was mm-hmm. that was really good. I didn't take that deal, but like that is the difference of going to a big school that has it kind of figured out and their fan base kind of all all invested in this NIL world. They're adapting. They're changing. They're going to be able to keep up. I think that's probably the start. All these big schools are probably going to be doing shit like this, Pack. Yeah, the, the game now is to stay caught up. You got to pay to play. Everybody is paying these kids. These kids are – it's not like when we was in school. Like, it's out. You got paid, though. You were a six-overall pick. You had definitely to had to have gotten paid. A car or something. Oh, oh had to. I plead the fifth on all of this. Um, <laughs> but West Virginia took Smart. really good care of me. I would say that. Yeah. I had some really good coaches and a really good neighborhood um, as far as the city of Morgantown. I shouldn't say neighborhood. Just the community, of, community. Community of Morgantown. Uh-huh. That, you know, I found different bags, different places sometimes. Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. Those bags are interesting spots. But it is – I like to hear that Ohio State's adjusting, though, because that's a school, much like Iowa, that could be like, no, this ain't how this whole thing goes. Ryan Day, I think he was pretty open. He's like, this is what I'm going to need. What was it, like a year ago? He did players and how much money each player would take, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to need this much money. If this is what you guys want to do. He, like, openly said it. One of the first people to openly say, this is what I'm going to need. And I think the early backlash was like oh this guy's just whining this guy like you got to be able to recruit okay that's what you think jim trestle needed fucking 13 million ryan you just lost to michigan let's worry about that yeah let's not worry about the money and then like as everybody else is kind of doing it i like the fact that ohio was like okay well ryan said was right yeah Yeah. appreciate that love what ryan's doing love that they're going to keep it moving how much money have you uh you given aj are you just offering up potential hangouts (laughs) with the face of ohio I don't like. I was actually talking to somebody, a guy that used to play uh, Saturday at this little barbecue they had after the spring game, and he was saying like, if he gives money, he doesn't want to give it to just like an NIL fund. He said like, I don't want this money going to these high school kids. Like, if you're saying this goes to the interior O linemen that have been grinding there forever, I would give money towards that. But I don't think you can like differentiate yet. But maybe they will eventually. Okay, so they're trying to take it one step further. Like I, I like. I don't know that. if they are. That was just this guy's idea. And he's actually he's a surgeon. He's a very smart guy. That's just what he was thinking. Like, how hey, much sway does he have? How much sway does he have? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm influence sure. guy's got pretty good influence or no? I don't think he's like. No, nah, he's actually a cool dude who has a lot. He has a life, so he's probably not bugging them, telling them how they can be better. Well, what I'm he's th- probably just living his life. What I'm thinking though is like there's certainly going to be some school that figures that out, transfer portal stuff, and. Yeah, because you got to pay these transfer guys, too. That's the other thing. you got to pay transfer Mm -hmm. portal dudes, too. Yeah, so I I think somebody's going to figure it out, and I think that's going to be an advantage. Like, if you have a way to do it. Like, this whole Buckeye Cruise thing, adding in funds, being able to fund, like, that's an advantage. The Buckeye Cruise thing, this cult cruise that you guys have been going on (laughs) for a long time Mm -hmm. that has basically every rich person that is associated with Ohio State all in one place, multiple times a year, Mm -hmm. it's like now capitalizing on that, is brilliant. Like yeah. that is very that is very smart. You're ahead of the game. That type of shit is going to be an advantage over other schools that can't do that. And I'm happy to hear that Ohio State's doing it, especially from the voice of Ohio, AJ Hawk. So it's not as simple as just like what you try to do with like Brady Ware. Like that surgeon can just like write up a contract on the spot and be like, okay, if the starting center and guard decide to wear a t-shirt that has the doctor's office that I work for to, you know, half of their games that are televised, that he can't give them X amount of money for them doing that? I don't know. Because I thought it was I asked him that. No, you Nobody can't. knows. You, you, I asked him that, and he was like, honestly, I have no clue. Nobody really knows the rules. Well, well you can't right now because you got to wear whatever the team issued. So 
if we on the he field, said, like you, if you, you do a commercial or something, though, right? Yeah, let's Pat, just like say, on, like if you, like, yeah, sure, an appearance. Sure. Let's just say he tweets. He has fourteen followers. Bingo, and he puts out a tweet, a video. I love watching yeah. the IndieHat.com. Yeah, Boston Connor do the work. Do yeah, but, but if you win, that post will be worth thirty thousand dollars. Bingo. If you lose, yeah. that post is worth ten thousand dollars. Is that not incentive based? And how are they getting around that? Can you do that though? What's well, that? I'm saying, that's the part you can't do. I thought. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying that. though. But isn't everything kind of performance and incentive based? That's why it's done. So I think they just get paid for no, the flat fee. You can't say percentage based. That's the word you cannot use, Pat. So incentive based. You, you might say that to yourself, but you you got to say, all right, mentally, I want to give him twenty five thousand for every two touchdowns. Here go you fifty thousand dollars, man. You got to have a good season, but you can't put it in there. You got to have. Two touchdowns in order to get this fifty thousand dollars because they not, say they think that's inside trading or I don't know how. So to you're just really, giving him fifty k no matter what, and right. then you're yeah. telling him like, "Hey, you better fucking score this right. week." Or, <laughs> so, so all, well, all the delivery, these, all these kids that's getting these deals, they're not getting a deal on based on you must have four touchdowns. That's not how it goes. Can you just say you want to renew the deal every time so you sell like 25,000 touchdowns? No, I understand that. But if it's like you're getting this and then there's potential escalators or bonuses because of performance, like that's... But you can't put that in there. It's not like we can have that as far as when we was in the league, you know, we could have that in our country. Absolutely. But also, also we couldn't gamble. Agreed. So yeah. the difference is in college is they don't want these kids to get in no gambling situation when it comes to, oh, shit, I got to have 10 tackles. Let me be selfish and go and try to get my 10 tackles. Uh, and then it gets, oh, and then well, we think, hey, this motherfucker might have 10 tackles today. And this is the thing with Quinn Ewers. Like, he signed that $1 million NIL deal, and he'd Never. forego his senior year at Texas, so he went to Ohio State, but then he didn't play. So he didn't get any of the money, right? No, no I think he, he still all, yeah. got money. Yeah, he still oh, got the out. money. Shout yeah, I don't know man. how much. No, I don't. I, that's, I, I was wondering the same thing. I, I don't think he got a big chunk of it. He may have. Hopefully they work out in these contracts like, hey, give me at least a signing bonus no matter what. Well, I he know transferred if too. I don't stay. Yeah, so but he, he that, was there for a little bit though. So would that be incentive? Get like a chunk up front. I don't know. <laughs> also, after your first year, like if you play great and you get more money, like, no, that was incentive based. Because yep. if you would have had a shitty year, then you're either getting exactly what you got the year prior or less. Yeah. I guess they don't want these guys signing like for zero dollars. If you score a touchdown, we'll give you this right. and no deal at all because then it's like a Ricky Williams deal. You know, when he got drafted to the Saints yeah. and Master P negotiated that thing. And it was like, yeah, in theory, should be able to make yourself $100 million. Mm -hmm. And then 1,500 yards every year. And then when it doesn't work out, it's like, oh, he gets absolute shit. Worst deal in the history of the NFL. Changed the way a lot of things go. So I, I appreciate the fact that they want to protect, it seems like, want to protect the student athlete. Like, want to protect these people that are very new to business and might not know it. Like, you can't just get a completely incentive-based contract. Right. But everything is performance-based. That is just the next deal is going to be worth what it's worth if old buddy performs well. So, like, if there's a bonus in there, if the team wins, I guess you can make a team-based incentives. Is that probably – I don't probably, think you do any of that. I think it's here's 50K. This is what you, you're, re, you're, you're required to have two posts and one appearance. Here's 50K or whatever. Yeah, but so, an extra 30 grand if you win, like, look, that might make this, it. Well, they can say, hey, you play part, well, though. there'll be more. There'll be more to come. Pat, this is the good yeah. part. The money goes up in the transport portal. You get what I'm saying? So, like, let's just say you get a kid. Now, you got some kids that are top notch, like 
the Mannings. You know what I mean? He, Arch. He, Arch getting mm-hmm. – he, he, he didn't getting have a good spring money. game. Everybody's on his ass. He's 17 years old. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Your money's school. guaranteed. <laughs> and nobody was up. <laughs> yeah. You're saying so, it don't matter. His money's guaranteed. Yeah, that shit is guaranteed. All of these NIL deals are guaranteed money. So, boom, let's just say he outplayed – I'll play that 1.2 million. Then West Virginia come in. Hey, I'm gonna give you three million. It's not. It ain't gonna be perform based. Hey, look, here go you three million. Come here. So it's just contract. Yeah, got it. What a time. Yeah, good for these young little millionaires out there. Yeah, Yeah. because some kids get like four year deals right away. Like, wasn't there a kid that the freshman quarterback at Tennessee? Yeah, like he got four years, eight million. Like right off the bat. Like no matter what. Nephew, he'll get a four year off the bat. Well, three year, bro. What's the four that? years mean? What's that um, mean? Four years. So let's use Miko as example. I think Miko got three million dollars a year. He got, I think the last year was is one million dollars that he got in his contract. So he's gonna get nine million dollars the first three years, a million dollar in the last year if he go to school there his his senior year, which he probably won't go. Won't go. Yeah. And to your question, will I let him sign it? Yeah. Four years. No, we should I'm have two-year deals. We well, want two-year well, deals. You can't look at it like that because once you leave, the deal is non-voided. So you don't have to stay just because you have a four-year NIL deal. You, you leave. still can leave whenever you want to leave. Interesting. And is it three years because that's when they're draft eligible? Yeah. See, for me, I want to hit the market again. That's <laughs> that's the thought that I'm yeah. having for that's what quit is it yours. beneficial for these people to pay these players? Like, is it helping their business? Or are they just, hey, I'm, I'm part of the club. I get to be, I'm yeah, in here school, or what? Yeah. yeah, you get to be on the sideline and your schools may be good, right? Mm-hmm. That's what everybody's yeah. kind of flex. Yeah. This is all just a flex? Yeah. Like I, boosters. I, I looked it up. So Quinn Ewers had a three-year deal, too, at, with Ohio State. If he leaves after one, does he only get paid for one of those years? Is that how that works? And did he get paid for that one year because yeah. he didn't play? Must have been. Because if he didn't get paid, that's performance. I'd like to see the contract. Yeah, I think he got paid. He's getting the money. Right. He didn't get all of it. I know he didn't get all of it. Yeah, because he, he left. Yeah, it might have been the yeah, last couple of, of years. But I'm saying, did he get like, did he get a hundred grand? Did he get ten sure. grand? Like, what did yeah. he get? Did he get what he was supposed to get for the amount, the amount of time that he was there? Right. Yeah. Because he didn't play. Nothing happened. Didn't even see. Got to work in signing bonuses. If you do a deal like that, you need to work in signing bonuses. Hey, give me five hundred signing bonus. The other five happens if I stay here and I play. We just tried to call an NIL agent. I do not believe we were able to get a hold. We was that. Hold on, we got a. Uh, we're calling an NIL agent. Nice. Do we know one? Yeah, we do know one. Pretty big deal. Let's go. Just hilarious if this goes through that this is just how our show operates. All right, we got a question about how these deals work. Uh, let's fucking call. It's dialing. Okay. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah. <laughs> Drew. Drew. Joining you, joining you from Miami Beach, as you can tell from the surroundings here. Everybody has said that that place is amazing right now. Miami is like what L.A. was in 10 years ago, yep. is what Dana White said. It's fantastic. It's booming. And you've been the mainstay for a long time. We don't want to take up too much of your time here. We appreciate you. We were just sure. talking about these uh, NIL contracts. So the big words is what? It can't be performance-based. They're incentive-ridden. They can't have that. It's just basic flat contracts that these kids are getting. And if they leave the school, that's basically an opt-out of the contract. How does how does all this work, Drew? Because we're trying to figure it yeah. out how we can put bonuses in for guys that we want to potentially bring to West Virginia or AJ. But it sounds like bonuses aren't even possible because performance-based shit is seemingly a no-no. Is that right? You want to know something? This 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 is such a new field 
that I don't even consider myself to be an expert on this. I'm still educating myself. Okay, so it's fucked relative. up. It's fucked up. It's pretty fucked up right now, you think? Well, it's just new and it's evolving. And there's a lot of things that are constantly happening. What I, what I do know is most of the deals for NIL are not performance-based. It's a one-year contract. And it can be basically with the collective um, where you're getting paid in writing an agreement to participate on this team for one year for X amount of compensation that is usually paid out throughout the season. They're not incentive-based. And if a player leaves the school the deal becomes null and void, it can be for one year and then it can, it can obviously, you can go to another team and sign another deal. Yeah. Got it. Got it. True. But okay. So are are players trying to get like signing bonuses? So even if they may be, they may leave the school, they get some kind of chunk of money up front. We were thinking Quinn Ewers and how his situation worked out with Ohio state. You know what? Uh, it's, it's really professional football now, guys. It's a free for all. It's free agency. I don't see why you couldn't get a signing bonus um, and then turn around and leave. But, you know, you might you might have some liability towards the collective or the deals that were put together. I, I wouldn't recommend that. Right. I wouldn't recommend getting a signing bonus and then flipping it and essentially going to another school. But I do think they're they're good one year deals. What, what you want to look out for are empty promises from teams where a team gets a guy to transfer or come there from high school and then reneges on the agreement, especially if a player doesn't live up to expectations of their potential. Have we gotten to that point yet where guys have had been told that they stink and nobody wants to pay them any money anymore? Has that happened? Have we hit that? Because that's an, that's an uncomfortable conversation, Drew. Yeah, that's happening for sure, guys. There are there are absolute cases where a guy comes in and has the deal and the team doesn't want them and basically encourages them to enter the transfer portal for the next season. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's professional Between, football. Yeah, yeah. It, it Listen, the, the transfer portal, uh, it opened up on uh, Saturday and there's over 110 players in it already. Hey, go get in him the some spring. money, Drew. Drew, go get him some money out there. We appreciate the hell out of you, buddy. I'm trying. You're the best. Thank you. Hey, Jalen hey, Jalen Hurts' deal. Good deal? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anytime you get an extension done, Pat, and you get guaranteed money, it's a good deal. I know people aren't impressed with the cash payout, but there's a lot of unknowns. And the guaranteed money makes a lot of sense. It's a strong guarantee. Did you hear that what, what Lamar was offered from this whole thing, allegedly, from the new reports as of like the last 24 hours, allegedly what the Ravens offered? Have you heard that? And have you heard anything from yeah. Lamar's team since you came on the program? I did. I, I watched your show, so I saw what Ian had to say about, you know, the offers that he's turned down. And um, I have not heard back from him, although I am still open. All right. Hey, Lamar, I'm here in Miami, man, just like you. All right. Get Give one me of, a ring. Get one of those entire gyms. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, agent icon Drew Rosenhaus. Thank you. That was funny. I, to be honest, we don't really know either. Okay? Yeah. That's what yeah. you got. Yeah. crazy. Brand Nobody new, knows. Uh, Nobody good. knows the rules, man. That's so good. I was just Go doing ahead. a quick little reading, and I think uh, where it is now is the NCAA still has banned pay-to-play, as they call it effectively. 
So you're allowed to endorse something using your name, image, and likeness, obviously. But the way it stands right now is you're not allowed to pay an athlete for performance on the field, per se. You can pay an athlete more money uh, because they are a more prominent name for an endorsement that they have done, but you can't pay them directly for scoring however many touchdowns, doing this or doing that. It has to be for some type of tweet, post, appearance. We offered like a guy that. here in Grant to come play basketball for us. I, I don't know what he's going to do. That's what I read. Yeah. I think we're paying him to play, obviously. Good player. We're paying him to win. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, 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 we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. I'm not a part of that whole thing. My name was associated with that thing. I did not do anything. I just said, like, hey, you need to use my name. It'll help out. Go ahead. Feels like my name should not be a part of it because what my show, what my show is, I don't think it is anymore. That's a whole thing. But this is a good time to be you know, a father of of a house that has like 10 D1 athletes inside of it yeah. and potentially knowing the business side of it all. I think they're going to be – like Angel Reese, she's going to get paid even more oh, yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin yeah. Clark is going to get paid even more money. Mm-hmm. You talk about uh, obviously men's basketball is happening, football is happening, seemingly a lot of money around right now. Mm-hmm. And it's all because there's a lot of grads of schools that just want to see their school win. That's right. Remember that side door shit that was happening? Oh, yeah. Stanford. For like USC and Stanford oh, and all yeah. these schools. Wait until those grads are like, yeah, I want us to be good at sports again. You know? I know. Well, how much How much do you have? I don't know, like $2 billion? Just fuck. We, yeah, how do here. we? There's a hundred. We, we figure something out. You know, like that can start happening too. You never know who's going to be the one that's going to spark the interest. For West Virginia, it's Mr. Kendrick, the guy that owns the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm thankful for it. Yeah. Hopefully, West Virginia gets all the way back into the game. You got to pay. Well, well, you're not allowed. Yeah, to, you no, can. But I guess you're technically not allowed to pay. You could also go the other route, a little more non conventional, like Bobby Carpenter, and just say, hey, listen, I can't give you money to play football. I can give you a forty hour a week job, installing air conditioners, yep. have a great four oh one K. Okay, you know, fun work environment will provide you with your own tools. So maybe some kids will start doing that instead. It's AJ. Like, hey, smart. <laughs> AJ, why don't yeah. you apply? Why don't you help the guy out? This yeah. is such good pub for Bob. I actually went to my phone and checked to make sure this wasn't Bob's personal cell. And it is not. So I'm glad he didn't post this personal cell phone. But if you call that number, you could potentially get to the yeah. general. I'm yeah. going to call it. Paid time off and six paid holidays. The 401k match, bro. Think about your future and think about the fun work environment with General Bob Carpenter uh, on the side of a van. Playing tunes. He needs workers. <laughs> Ohio's got workers. That's Let's right. go. Come on. <laughs> Carpenter. Columbus is hiring experienced plumbing service technicians. Reach out today for an interview. Not just going to give anybody a job. No, 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 no. Going to have to interview. Certified, probably. Don't miss out. Be a part of Carp's crew. Could you imagine a long day with Bobby Carpenter then eating snow cones in the back of the van just hanging out in Ohio? Plumbing all day. Come on. Snow cones. (laughs) Why snow cones? It's been a long, hot day during the summer. That's what what you you do when you install AC. Yeah. Cool trick. You know, like Maybe the little ice cream. You heard the little ice cream truck music coming around. Bob chased him. Bob will run five miles and chase that dude down. <laughs> That's a fun work environment. Yeah, it is. I figure he would probably speed up next to it, jerk the car in front of it, force the guy to stop. Well, he'd pull out his blast too and make a rum float with it. But Bobby Carpenter, <laughs> with his company, he would. With Bobby Carpenter's uh, business there, he can easily get into the NIL game. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He wants, you know, we need one more linebacker right. that I kind of like. Mm-hmm. What's it going to take, pal? 100000 Boom. All I need you to do is take a picture with this van a couple times. Yeah. That's right. Make a tackle, smile, and point, pal. I Here we go. Marvin Harrison Jr. already called. Yeah, how much money is he making, you think? <laughs> oh, he, He's probably getting $2 million a year right now. 
God, he's got those cool shoes too. Yeah. Another thing, you know what this do though? It weed out the kids who really want want it and who really don't want it. You know, some of these kids, oh, I want to go pro. Then you get a couple of dollars, you stop fucking paying attention to what the main yeah. thing was. The main thing was fucking school and getting out of college to go to the league. And a lot of these kids are getting a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars and they never had it. And like, oh fuck, I think I'm rich now. No, you're not fucking rich. Bro. Yeah, two hundred thousand dollars ain't shit. The enemy of good is great. Right. The enemy of wealthy is rich. People get a bit content with a little bit of success and have no idea that there's a lot of bit of success right around the corner. They should use that as an indicator as opposed to an answer. You're, I actually talked about this. Like, I don't know how I would have been. You give me, not that I would have been in a position to get this money, but if I'm one of these quarterbacks that's getting a few million dollars as a 19-year-old, just the human I am, there's zero oh. chance I make to the NFL. Running sprint. That 5 a.m. bar was bullshit. Oh. No Way, bro. What are we even what are we even talking about? So these kids that are making millions of dollars and still working and going, it's almost like they're maturing right in front of our eyes. And when they get to the NFL, it's gonna be a lot less question marks. Yeah. Hey, this guy can already handle the moment. Yeah. He can already handle money. He knows everything that's coming social media wise. It's almost like they're prepping for adulthood much sooner. But there's gonna be a lot of guys that fuck it up. There's gonna be a lot yeah. of guys that fuck it up. I just that's just gonna be natural. How could there not? We we see yeah. guys in the NFL that get drafted that know, hey, this is coming. They try to prepare you for it, and you still run into all kind of issues. So when you're 17 years old and they're throwing that money at you, like, of course you're gonna have issues. Money doesn't bring you happiness, but it right. does bring you freedom. That particular freedom can lead to some decisions <laughs> being made, you know, that aren't always conducive for the long haul. What? Hopefully they'll be able to put some guardrails on that entire on that entire thing. I mean, I bought a wrestling ring as soon as I found out how much it costs. Yeah, that paid off. Just think about that in college, me in my dorm. Oh, oh well, that's, in a wrestling like, ring around the dorms, if you're making eight million bucks, like why wouldn't you just be like, yeah, I'm not living in the oh, fucking yeah. shoebox. Uh, my no chance. Year. I'm gonna go buy the nice, or I'm gonna rent the nicest fucking yep. apartment that this. Where's that the AD list? Yeah, Where's the AD <laughs> Exactly. I'll move oh, it next door. I'm in the neighborhood. Oh, I got a bigger dock than you. Yeah. Weird, Saban. All right, let's go to the phones. <laughs> Uh, let's go to the Five Energy phone line. one 4323 Cherry is my favorite flavor. <laughs> you know what, AJ? That's a good point. <laughs> Berry has become my favorite because it's been the most prevalent in the office. Because if you go to FiveEnergy.com, use promo code MACFI, you can receive 20% off Whoa. your order of Five Hour Energy. You can get a shit ton of them. We got a bunch of cases of them over mm -hmm. here. So good. A lot of the Five Hour Energy extra strength berries also have the Hawaiian breeze. You like the cherry. There's a watermelon. Watermelon so delicious. good. Tropical punch. Oh, it'll get you going. This will rev your engine, right. AJ. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the front. <laughs> Let's go to Drake in Kansas City. What's going on, Drake? Hey, Pat, boys, how you doing? Keep it moving, Drizzy. What's going on? Also, it's uh, Dre, like, forgot about. Not Drake, like, bad album. <laughs> Good to know. So. That's hell yeah. Anyway, um, I got a little conspiracy for you. What's up, Doc? Um, I believe the NFL is putting a hold on the D-Hop trade uh, so that it can happen on the first round of the NFL draft oh. in Kansas City. He'll be traded to the Chiefs so they can manufacture – an electric, entertaining moment from the crowd. Wow. Dr. Dre, not a bad point there. We did see the clip of D-Hop being interviewed by CBS Sports's Brian Brian McFadden, McFadden, who has the podcast with Pat P, which, which is, is called, called Everything Things. Covered. 
Yep. Everything covered, I do believe, or all things covered. Great content gatherer. Yep. Shout out to the ex-NFLers crushing it out there in the content game. Brian McFadden's one of them. He talked to D-Hop, I believe at one of D-Hop's events, and asked him about the pending trade and said, don't say nothing. Just use body language. This is to Dre's <laughs> point that maybe the Chiefs are going to have D-Hop on the team. That would be absurd, and that would make no sense at all. Here's the clip from CBS Sports. Rumors about trades. You don't control that. Of course not. So I want to play another game with you, right? All right. I don't want you to verbally answer this question. Okay. I'm going to name some destinations. I want your body language or your facial expression to determine, like, ooh, would I like that spot? If the Cardinals want to trade you. He's First really destination. Good. He's really good with body language. Yeah. We're going to go with the New England Patriots. Let's read his body language. Pretty good. Uh, All right. I think that's uh, good. That's Second enough. destination. That's good. We're going to go with. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills? Hell yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, I don't know. That doesn't look good. Third good. destination. Western New York. We're going to go with the New York Jets. Uh, that's enough oh. for me, though. Yes. <laughs> oh. uh, Last sorry. destination. <laughs> we're going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. What? Well. That feels like the one. You know, That'd some of the, 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 the best answers are the answers where you don't hear anything. You're right, Brian. <laughs> Hell yeah. We did hear a lot, though, there, didn't we? He gave yeah. full answers with no words. Yeah, I, I respect and appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that McFadden put him on the spot there, too. Said, hey, let's get right to the point. <laughs> Clearly, Chiefs are a contender yep. for D-Hop in D-Hop's mind. He also said he doesn't want to pay raise. He said yep. there's also a rumor about him working. Uh, our sources have kind of... Said to the opposite of that, D-Hop going to a new team probably knows we haven't got a direct. He would. He would practice. He's he going to practice. He would practice. He's going to a new team. Yeah. Like, uh, sources. Our sources yeah. have told us, like, hey, he's going to a new team. He's going to have to fucking practice. Mm -hmm. right. That's how it kind of goes. And he's not looking for a pay raise. If he ends up with the Chiefs, everybody's going to be pissed off about that. It makes sense that he wants to go there. This is all if the Arizona Cardinals will trade him. Pac, you obviously have knowledge of the situation. What are you hearing out of it? And what did you think about the body language? Um, Our sources there said, um, we had already talked about this. I think that was one of the teams that was in the lower cut, um, but it's a, it's a, our sources said that that might can happen. It's a couple, it's one more of the team up there that he missed. Mm -hmm. What team's that? Um, the team Baltimore. on his shirt. No, Baltimore. Ooh. Oh, really? Baltimore in the game. My, my sources said that that might can still happen. Well, that's because uh, the reason why people think it couldn't happen is because they paid Odell Beckham Jr. Sure. 15 M's. Mm -hmm. They'll have to pay Lamar Jackson at least a franchise tag, which is 32 M's or something like that. We'll not be able to afford another big-time wide receiver. But D-Hop tweeted, not looking for a pay raise out here. What if D-Hop ends up with Odell Beckham Jr. in Baltimore? What if D-Hop ends up in Kansas City? What if D-Hop ends up at Buffalo Bills? What if D-Hop ends up at... Green Bay Packers. Why? What if D-Hop ends up in a lot of these places? These teams are immediately better, and I think their fan base, very happy. I wonder where we are and, uh, like, if there's going to be a trade or not be a trade in the Arizona camp, AJ. Doesn't it feel like there's – I don't know. At least I feel like there's going to be a trade. They're going to move on. Whatever's going on in Arizona, I don't even understand what's happening with the owner and whoever used to work there. That whole situation is very confusing. Mm -hmm. To me, I don't know how it's going to play out. But, yeah, of course, D-Hop – oh, the Chiefs, he's a receiver, he's a stud. Yeah, okay, I'll go there. That sounds good. Ohio's finest, uh, obviously pointing out some things, uh, cooking in the Arizona Cardinals building mm -hmm. outside of just the yep. D-hop trade and pew, pew, 
New head coach, new GM. Maybe it is the right time to move on from D-Hop. But, yes, if the Chiefs get him, it would be it would make so much sense. Like, of course, Andy Reid ends up with fucking DeAndre Hopkins on his team. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Like, we would all be so confused. And then every other GM would tell us that they made the right decision. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, D-Hop has 255 yards in the first half of a game next year. Yeah. Because Travis Kelsey eats up a bunch of... A bunch of attention from a defense. Mm-hmm. And D-Hop eats up a bunch of attention mm-hmm. from the defense. And everything else they are going to draft. They'll probably draft somebody who runs a 4-1. Sure. We, th- we okay. haven't even heard of somebody. Most likely. That's going to get drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. That has run a 4-fucking-1. And Andy Reid's going to have them in motion catching a touchdown at some point. It's like the, the Tony trade. Yeah. Paid off, mm-hmm. boom, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. As soon as it happens, it's like, how did Andy Reid end up with the next Tyreek Hill? Oh, because that's what they do, and they have success. If D-Hop ends up at the Chiefs, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. It, it makes a ton of sense because if you do look at their wideouts, MVS, Tony, and Sky Moore, it's not like, I mean, if they lose one of the, they are thin very quickly, and those not like there's a lot of experience in that room either. D-Hop immediately becomes like him and Kelsey are 1A and 1B oh, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yes. And then Tony's going to be a little bit more comfortable in the whole thing. Yeah. MVS. Pacheco back there. Man. Yeah, it feels like they might trade. They or We'll see what happens. But if they love a guy in that first round, if it comes to their pick and they don't have that guy or he's not on the board, why not just move that 31st pick for D-Hop? Well, we're moving Mr. TikTok to a different team. Mm-hmm. D-Hop fits. Oh, Juju did go to the New England Patriots. Yep. Big time signing from Bill and the boys. Here we go. Oh, that's Mr. TikTok. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. TikTok. They still got other TikTok down there, though. Uh huh. But also, everything we've heard is that D Hop might only command like a a late second or a third round pick. Like any of these teams be like, all right, yep, fuck it. Uh, We'll get rid of that right away if we can get him. And if he doesn't want to raise either. Arizona Cardinals will be a part of back-to-back draft night surprise Mm -hmm. trades that steal the show, steal the conversation. Would be a lot of fun for Chiefs fans and the kingdom. And I assume it would get loud if Roger Goodell went out there and said, we have a trade. DeAndre Hopkins has been traded to the Kansas City Chiefs in return for the Kansas City Chiefs' first-round pick. The Arizona Cardinals are now on the clock. And then walk off. Everybody, Roger Goodell's the man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes gets peanut M&Ms. Yep. Does his whole thing. Mm-hmm. The that, booze, too. That'd be a moment. If they do Buffalo, oh, oh. that place would erupt. He would send out a... I assume a teacher yeah. or something. Yeah. Chimpanzee, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Roger Goodell's going out to announce that one. I've been in this game long enough. I just had another deal. You can fucking go deliver mm-hmm. the terrible. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Uh, let's go. Maybe it'll be Sam Rappaport. Yeah, that makes sense. Send Sam out there. <laughs> yeah, Sam, welcome to the league. Yeah, I know you've been around a long time. You're sure. gonna go out there and tell them that Chiefs were thinking about trading. This is a big part of it. Chiefs were thinking about getting DeAndre. They lost. Tell them they suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Windows over. He's going to the Buffalo Bills, and in return, now the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. They're going to boo the shit out of you. Sam, it's going to be tough. This is what it is. This is what it is, Sam. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Let's go to AJ in South Carolina on the 5 Energy phone line. What's going on, AJ? Boys, how we doing? Keep Keep moving. moving. Hell yeah. Keep moving. Um, So, what a huge Colts fan here. So, what are the odds that we actually trade back to uh, the 10th pick where the Eagles are um, and get Hendon Hooker? I mean, as much as I love Anthony Richardson – I think four is kind of a shitty spot to be in. I'd uh, say, want to hear your thoughts on I, it. I think four is also a shitty spot. Why would they go with the Eagles? The Eagles want to get to four to get Jalen Carter? That's what I'm thinking. 
I mean, they that's really the only pieces that they're missing are defensive pieces uh, for the Eagles anyway. I mean, their offense was absolutely stellar this past year, and they lost a bunch of defensive players. And I, I think that, you know, Jalen Carter would be a good fit for them. And, you know, I think Hendon Hooker would be a great fit for us just as much as Anthony Richardson would be. I love Hendon Hooker. I love the thought of it. He would allegedly be around at 10. The thought that teams will trade up to get defense as opposed to a quarterback has not been broached. Nope. But somebody told us just yesterday that this is going to be a very defensive-heavy draft. Mm -hmm. So maybe Jalen Carter, who we had worries about because he was out of shape and obviously something very dramatic happened, and he was arrested during the combine. Like, I don't know how often that happens. It's probably uh, very rare, Just probably. during the combine, like during the interview process, <laughs> publicly arrested. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then back to the interview process, which I respect and appreciate. That's a terrible scene down there. Terrible situation. Saddest of sad. But then he shows up out of shape, it seems like, for his pro day. Puts on a terrible workout. And now everybody has to call into question everything. Can this guy be in the NFL? Will he be able to get money? Is everything kind of gone the wrong way? What's it going to be like with free time without Kirby Smart kind of dictating every moment of his life? Like that whole thing started. Then Drew Rosenau says... He's not visiting anybody outside of the top 10. Mm -mm. So then we go, all the Philadelphia Eagles must need Jalen Carter. So do other teams think that the Eagles need Jalen Carter? Will teams be trading in front of the Eagles to get Jalen Carter? Now that it's kind of public that they're going to get there. We haven't even talked about that. <laughs> We've only talked about people trading for quarterbacks. Maybe the defensive guys get some love in here. Nolan Smith was talked about. Yeah, uh -huh. People loving Nolan Smith. Maybe there's some moves made for defensive guys that kind of turn the entire draft upside down next Thursday, AJ. I think, yeah, that's probably what will be somewhat surprising. A team that jumps up, you think, uh, who knows, like we're all thinking they're going to take this guy or whatever, and they take some interior D lineman or somebody that maybe we didn't have in the top five or top ten. We have gotten some updated details on the Allen Robinson trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Adam Schefter is reporting the Steelers will get wide receiver Allen Robinson and a seventh-round pick. Hey, hey, pick 251. That is Go. not Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy was picked after that pick, so that could be somebody. Rams received seventh-round pick. 234. Rams pay 10.25 of Robinson's salary. Steelers pay remaining 5 million. Robinson yeah. is scheduled to be in Pittsburgh for a, a physical Wednesday. Oh no. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers doing business. I can't find a downside to that one for me. Me neither. Nope. I thought this was a wrong tweet. I mean, when you talk about <laughs> leverage and compensation and everything like that, seems to be leaning heavily in the Pittsburgh Steelers' favor. Guess they just wanted that deal off the books, but we'll still pay ten point two five million. Get him out of here! What the fuck? Yeah, the I mean the Rams. Uh, I mean it's great for the Steelers here because they swap seventh round picks. So, yeah. so I mean, gives a fuck. Why it's you all upside. Like you just got the best best guy I'm off the board. I'm fucking giddy pack. Okay. They just beat the Rams. I'm a yeah. mark. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, on the other side, who was it? Leonard Floyd. They got. They wanted to get him off the books, and it only saved like a million dollars this year. And I think the next year's savings I saw for Allen Robinson is big. Like they're, I think they're, they're trying to get things off of the book this year, so that next year they have even more. The Rams are in a bad situation. Well, that's also why the Cardinals are shopping D Hop now, because mm -hmm. D Hop's contract after this upcoming season will be zero for the Arizona Cardinals. New coach, new GM can get to zero with that contract that was done by the previous regime. Now it's without DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. so that is still a. Certain, you know, books pay people that are good at football. You're losing a guy yeah. that's really good at football. So, like, that never gets brought up whenever they talk about, oh, the books are better, the books are better. It's like, 
is the team, is the team. I don't know if the Rams care because Allen Robinson and Matthew Stafford, for whatever reason, ever became an item. No. And Matthew Stafford's all the way back and recovered. They just wanted to get him. The, we'll swap sevens. Yep. We'll pay two thirds of this thing. Mm-hmm. You take them, okay? You, you. That's kind of what it, yeah. it oh, feels yeah. like the Rams exactly. did. And congrats to the Steelers for being on the receiving end of that and doing something Steelers don't normally do. Correct. And getting the much better deal here, even if Allen Robinson does nothing. Exactly. That's that, a good deal. That's the best part of it. It's all upside. Uh, which you, you love those type of deals. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Amen. Amen. Hey, Tom, this makes y'all better a- in the division. Yes, uh, this yeah. is a Tomlin move, by the way, Pat. What did he say to you? Because he uh, he liked Al Robinson coming out of the draft. Did he? Yeah. What did he say to you about late in your? Oh, he's giving me cheap. Oh, when you're old and cheap, and you said I'm never going to be old that and cheap. But yeah. Al so when you're currently when you're used game. goods a little bit, and you're not worth as much. That's why I'm going to bring you back home. I said I ain't never going to be cheap. And I retired. Before. <laughs> I retired right. before I get mm-hmm. to the chief. I was staring it down though. I was about two years away. You know, I knew uh, how many more swings does his knee have left in it. Well, we're going to get out of here. That is an Allen Robinson play. You only got to pay him two five two five. What's the next year? Has to be big. It's nothing guaranteed, but I think it's like fifteen or twelve. Twelve, I think I saw. He's an out, right? Yeah. So it's a one year deal. Yeah, Eight and they're going to probably agree to an extension of some sort yeah. if any success is had at all by Allen yep. Robinson. Yeah, in Matthew Canada's very creative, yep, explosive, explosive offense, mm-hmm. yep. complex. What's wrong, Pac-Man? Seemed to be a little bit down on it in the dumps because of this. Yeah, what's going He's on? talking about explosive. He's shooting a twenty-two. A pew, pew, pew. Explosive is a fucking twelve gauge. They don't got that right now. Yeah, you, you guys, you got Pickens who could be a thirty-odd six, but guess what? The person pulled the trigger has no fucking idea where the bullet needs to go. <laughs> that would be Matthew Canada. <laughs> fucking GP is more like a fifty cal, my friend. <laughs> of course, true. Can he pick it with two gloves too? That guy's. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. double on Uzi. the turret. Absolutely. Hey, not a bad gun bullet reference metaphor conversation. <laughs> that was pretty good. All of it, if the gun people were to listen to that, they'd say, oh, kind of made sense. These fucking yeah. guys know. 22 is a nice little plinker. This is a chop. Okay. <laughs> Boom. What are you doing? You ad-libbing for a song right now? <laughs> oh, no, no. In the background? <laughs> That's like explosives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> explosives. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers are trying to become. Good yeah. beat. Trying they're to trying to become. <laughs> no, no, none of that. <laughs> boom, boom. That's what they're trying to do. Fucking because the, the Bengals got all of that. Yeah. They do. And the Ravens got Odell. And potentially, uh, from what our source yeah. says, are saying maybe D Hop out there. Look out. Holy shit, the AFC North, it's hot in the kitchen, yeah, isn't it? It's hot nice. in the kitchen. And the Cleveland Browns, what are they going to be? Nobody yeah. even talks about them. They posted no. a video yesterday of Deshaun walking in the building. That's the first time I've seen them do that. Well, Miles Garrett. That must be all behind us. Miles Garrett. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Miles Garrett said he's no longer doing any of the Pro Bowl fucking games after mm-hmm. breaking his toe last year in yep. Vegas. He's come out and made that statement. Feels like the Pro Bowl games had a fun little run. It was yep. fun. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> a fun little run. I got to commentate that game. Had a fun little run. <laughs> the water balloon was the most dangerous. I hope they just get rid of that one. Mm-hmm. Keep, Keep everything golf. else. Yeah. Keep the golf. Yep. The putting the weights in and the sleds and, and pulling them. That was a good one. How do you feel? How do you think Cleveland Browns fans are feeling? The only time we talk about them is they're the ones that gave that shitty fucking deal to that guy who had right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the I only mean, time we talk about the Cleveland Browns, that's right? On them. I think that's the only time anyone talks about them. That's what I'm saying. So if you like that, though, is it good though? We're not. I guess 
True. Remember, was it a couple years ago? People thought the Browns were going to win the Super Bowl. When the, was that the year that Baker was Baked. that just two years yeah. ago? Two years ago, that was after going Baker in, took yes. him to the playoffs. Right. Yeah, expectations were sky high. You would think Deshaun's their expectations would be sky high, but I don't feel that way. I don't know. Maybe people in Cleveland feel that way, and they're happy to be under the radar. I didn't get a chance to chat with the Miz because obviously the Miz and I had a chance to, you know, scrap in front of eight thousand four hundred ninety-seven people at Sunfly sure. Stadium. I had to yeah. kick his ass, and I didn't get a chance to ask him in that moment where we were talking beforehand because there was other things that had to be chatted about because he. He, he made up a challenge, and listen, WWE Universe needed to see him perform. Mm-hmm. He's the fucking Miz, okay? He put on a five-star last night with Seth Rollins. Almost beat Seth Rollins a couple times last night. Yeah, it was unreal. It was unreal. I was like, damn, I just... <laughs> fucking wiped the floor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Am I the... <laughs> Seth, look out, <laughs> Okay. Look out. Now, I did kind of sneak attack. He had no time to prepare. I assume his didn't get to ask him. He's a diehard Browns fan. You don't hear a lot of Browns fans like publicly saying we're going to be good. Ever. Or that Deshaun is going to be great. You hear a lot of Browns fans being like, hope we're good. Hope we're good. Hope we're good. Hope we're good. You know, it's like a much different vibe almost out of Cleveland. When they sucked, their fans were louder. You know, like when they were not good, their fans were a lot louder. Now it's like they got a guy they're paying $230 million to. They feel uncomfortable being an open fan about them. Yeah. Kind of uncomfortable yeah. being a fan of them. And they haven't really proven anything. So they're kind of quiet. And the only time that they're being talked about is, oh, that fucking deal that the Haslam gave to Deshaun, that's new market. That's what everybody needs to do. And the rest of the NFL is like, nah, they're still the fucking Browns. We're not doing what the Browns are doing. No chance. Wild time to be a Browns fan. Well, and it seems like it kind of went from, like, if you weren't a fan of a team in the AFC North, like, you were kind of ambivalent on the Browns. Like, whatever, they always suck. But like now, oh, it's like, shit. Well hey, I I want like I hope they fail. Like I do not want to see the Browns win, and it kind of is because of all the shit with Deshaun. It's like, holy you know, shit, though. Well, it's true though. Ambivalent. Mm-hmm. Don't care one way or another what happens with the Browns. Who get, they're gonna suck anyway. But I now totally it's agree. Like, I've never gave a fuck what happened with the Browns. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally Thank you, on Pat. your side, buddy. <laughs> totally on your side. Let's go to the phones. Let's. Let's go to Marty in Sacramento on the Five Energy phone line. What's going on, Marty? Hey, what's going on, fellas? First and foremost, want to thank you guys for finally talking about the Sacramento Kings and giving them national attention. We're not the only ones. Hey, we're not the only ones. We might have been a little bit late, Marty, but we want to let you know. We do apologize. We come from a city where we open the show with this. 90% of the people, if they were polled in Pittsburgh, were told to – Give all of the NBA teams from California, and they would get a million dollars. 90% of them would leave Sacramento Kings off the list. They would have no idea that that team is even in the NBA still. But what you guys are doing to Golden State in the atmosphere that is buzzing in that arena, in the way the outside pictures and the scenes look over there, it looks like a beautiful city, a beautiful time. And congratulations to all you, Marty, for being very patient through a terrible 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 franchise all the way up until now yeah i appreciate that but a uh, question for tone Diggs. so earlier uh, in the show you had mentioned that golden state has a pretty good record at home okay. but my question is is what does vegas say about the kings being the best road team in the western conference with only 16 losses all season long oh, oh shit. Suck it, Ted! They are like 24 and 16, which is not as good as 33 and 8 that the Warriors are at home. But. Oh! Oh! Marty! Oh! Oh! 
I hung up on him before he could send return fire, but I, I believe what he would say is, suck the sack, dude. Yep. Oh, we know okay. is Sacramento saying that? <laughs> right now, I, I think they are. Are they saying Make that? The shirt. Make some shirts. Yeah, I think I saw some. Suck the sack, You know what his dude. problem is? Okay, you know what his problem yeah. is? This is what happens with any team that has sucked forever and then they start doing good. Whoa, 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 you don't. Could, you could talk about them and you could talk about them for fucking nine hours, but if for that nine hour and first minute you say something good about potentially the other team that they're playing – then you're disrespecting their team. You're right? saying this is what it is in sports media, or just I mean, hey, sports entertainment. Like, that's what. That's why. <laughs> that's why he hates well the Bills. Said. Okay, that's why he hates the Bills. That's why I hate the Browns. That's why you probably hate the fucking Lions and the new brand new Lions. Okay, congrats. Let's see you do something. All right, two more calls here on the five hundred Let's go to Mike in Minnesota. What's going on, Mike? Bad boys. How we doing? Keep moving. moving. So three more calls. This call and two more because I just read the caption of one of the calls. Need to have that one, just like we need to have this one by Mike in Minnesota. How you doing over there in M I N N E S O A Minnesota, which is the real state of hockey. You guys can have the the, the hockey tans, but. It's the state of hockey here in Minnesota. Valid, valid. What do you want to talk about, pal? Just a quick question for AJ. I want to know what's behind that uh, that bookcase. Is that like a BDSM dungeon or something? (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) No, sir. I uh, I have no judgment towards anyone that is into that stuff, but it is not a BDSM dungeon back. Is that a part of the Ohio's finest criteria? That might be. You got to be a weirdo. Whips and chains, handcuffs. Is that what you got back there? AJ. Is that what that cruise is all about? Oh, <laughs> shit. Not just your cruise. Just the cruise you went on. Oh, the no cock Buckeye cruise. Mm-hmm. We didn't say no handcuffs. No, no Buckeye cruise. Let's go to Hunter in Wyoming just because I don't know how many Wyoming callers we've had. What's going on, Hunter? What up, Pat? Yo, I just wanted to get on the show to say that I love you, Pat. And I wanted to, I had a question um, with the whole Jalen Hurts contract. Do you think Joe Burrow is going to get paid more than him? Uh, great question, Hunter. We assume that the next quarterback will make more money. Andy's what, yeah. one year older than? No, same age. I mean, older? Were they the same uh, draft? Because he's in his oh, third I think year. He's a year older. Josie, I think age wise or how old you are is a big part Joe's of this. 20, yeah. Joe's 26. Uh, he'll turn 27 in December, so he'll be 26 for a while. Oh, December, baby. Hope it's not December 25th because then we got to call you. Jesus Christ, you're the guy that misses out on birthday gifts. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was both their third years in the league. Jalen is. Ain't right, AJ? That is right. That's Jaylen, what they say. Jalen's 24, but <laughs> 25 to start the year. Yeah. So he's a little bit older. Yeah. I would assume he's going to get a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. And he's been the guy since day stepped foot on the field over there. Yeah. But I don't know how much money Cincinnati's going to be able to round up. No offense, Cincinnati. Okay. Give him a percentage. Just. Well, they gonna round up more than that one. What was it? One thirty. One thirty three. Yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. be more than that. Yeah, it'll probably be what, like one hundred and seventy million, one seventy five million, two fifty something altogether. It'll be the highest fully guaranteed. Yeah. Since Deshaun Watson, maybe two hundred mil guaranteed. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Two sixty altogether. Six year deal. Yeah. Just somehow with a ten year deal, make it a ten year deal. Yeah, do the Mahomes. Do the yeah, exactly. Patrick yeah. Mahomes kind of kick it down the road. They need Joe. Joe's you're not going to leave. Yeah. No. Joe is. Ohio- He'll make every penny of it. Joe's the next. He's the next guy. 
Yeah. Holy he's shit. Finest. Joe is. Joe is the face of Ohio. Yeah. He has been yeah. since he got there. He's Ohio's finest. Mm-hmm. For sure. He changed he changed everything. Can we get him a red fucking jacket? Please. Please. You need one. Last phone call here from Alec in Charlotte. Remember, you don't go downtown, you go uptown, Queen City. What's going on, Alec? What's up, boys? Keep it moving. Absolutely going uptown. Uh, just nice. checking Facebook earlier today, nice. caught a video that I found was pretty interesting. Uh, it's going to be a zebra Uh-oh. attack coming out of uh, Ohio. Wondering, uh, question for the president of Ohio himself, uh, <laughs> when did he start a zebra army on the compound, and how is he getting to train them? Uh, you know, taking off arms is a pretty serious defense for a zebra. Is he just putting them in a barn and just on a projector screen, just A.J. Hawk and James Laurinaitis footage? Like, what, what kind of film is he showing them to get these zebras to take arms off? Okay, great question, Alec, and I assume... I haven't been on Facebook in a long time. I assume if it's on there, it's real. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely true. I seen on the caption there, it said, Safari Animal behead somebody, Ohio. Okay? Oh. Had to see that. Did not know it was potentially a pet zebra. How come Ohio? And we watched Tiger King, mm-hmm. and I think that was Arkansas or something like that. I forget the Oklahoma. Yeah. I forget what state it was. And then the lady who killed her. <clears throat> Carol Baskin. Allegedly. Tur- turns out no, she's not. Yeah, they yeah, found back. him. Yeah, okay. The guy's not dead. Yeah. She did not do anything wrong. She was harassed terribly, allegedly. Right. She's in Carolina, I think, one of the Carolinas. And then that guy that's running a sex cult. I think Bogavon. He, he's, he's in the Carolinas, maybe. She's in Florida, maybe? Ah, whatever. So they're always all around there. But it always feels like whenever we hear about these things in a terrible fashion, you know, like Jaguar crosses highway. Panther in tree in neighborhood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Two tigers stroll into a Denny's. Like it's always in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What ha- zebras are taking people's heads <laughs> off in Ohio? AJ, why do you guys still have the safari law? And how does this always happen to you fine Ohioans, you think? Well, first off, I would like to see somebody check Facebook, see if that's a true story, because even in his story, he said in the caption it says beheaded, but then he said they bit someone's arm off. So I need to know. It's a big difference, so I need to see that. So it was also, an arm, is, I believe. It was a month ago. Zito just looked did it up. bite it off? Uh, this does appear Like a to, wild... Did it get out of an enclosure somewhere? WKBN zebra bites man's arm off in Ohio before Hello. being put down. Oh, man. It was like a bee. You know, you sting one time, you go on and die. Zebra knew that if it took an arm off a human, <laughs> probably going to die, but had to go down on the zebra's sword. While deputies were treating the man, the zebra continued acting aggressively and charged one deputy's cruiser. What's that? I wonder, did they go back and take his arm back out so they can put it back? Yeah. Probably. You put on ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably well, keep it around. It After it they cooler. riddled that thing with fucking bullets, I'm sure they went yeah. and grabbed it. Painted it. How about that thing still want another piece of that man? What did the man do to the zebra? I don't want to have to ask. <laughs> oh. Probably had him in a cage. Oh, probably had him in a cage his whole life. Right? Okay, that's yeah, probably that's it. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've seen Mr. Hands. You've seen Mr. Hands. You know. A zebra is pretty similar to a horse, I guess. But the whole, um, why does this always happen in Ohio? I think the laws have changed. Haven't they changed? After the dude in Zanesville had a, you know, had all these wild animals. He killed him. He opened the door and killed himself and they all escaped. I thought things changed after that. That was was a full lockdown, right? Yeah. Yeah. But luckily the animals were so, they'd been enclosed for so long. They didn't, not many of them really took off they kind of hung around the area and they shot all of them so 911 what's your emergency yeah i'm driving on 70 i just seen a fucking jaguar what do you you, a jaguar a jaguar where just crossed the fucking highway Mm -hmm. i think it was a jaguar (laughs) i I didn't that was not a deer big cat i don't know it was not a bear 
You tell me, 911, what's your emergency? I just walked out in my backyard, yeah. A fucking African lion who's sitting on top of my swing set. That, that's what ha that was happening, wasn't it? Yeah, that was real. And oh, then yeah. people got pissed that they were shooting him. They said, oh, you need to, need to tranquilize him and get him back. And Jungle Jack Hanna's on CNN being like, hey, there's like 70 <laughs> lions and all these crazy animals that could kill you. Like, we don't have time to sit there and shoot him and let him eventually pass out. We're getting more information out of the zebra arm attack. The owner had been burning brush when he turned his back and a zebra attacked him. Sheriff's Lieutenant Jonathan R. Strasser said. He said there were six to seven zebras in a fencing area on the property. Sheriff's deputies responded to an incident of zebra biting a man March 13, 2023 at a farm in Circleville, not to be confused with Centerville, the home of Herb Street and A.J. Hawk. Right. Circleville is a different place. An officer positioned a cruiser in an attempt to block the zebras from the victim, but a very hostile large male zebra charged the driver's side door of the vehicle, according to the incident report. The victim was found with a hemorrhage to his right arm below the elbow and was taken away by ambulance. Deputies tending the victim, an officer saw a male. Okay, got it. He's coming like, back. The family good. authorized deputy, deputies to put down the zebra it said down. Yeah, had to do it. He was just trying really to have to authorize it? Well, he didn't get the arm back. Sounds like he just bit his arm. So he was in their cage, though, right? He was in the zebra cage. Yeah, it like. he it was, was the one. More like a paddock. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what was right. he doing with these zebras? Like, is, he, is it a petting zoo? Do we get to come see him? Large male was obviously a little bit threatened. We don't know if he was, you know, happy here. He's okay, though. Mm -hmm. Don't know what else was going on. Dude, they should have just he's taken dead. this thing to the zoo and uh, shot it in the head like they did Harambe. <laughs> You know, get him in the zoo, let him eat some peanuts or whatever he right. did, and then shoot him in the head and kill him there. <laughs> they didn't kill Harambe like yeah, that. Yeah, they did. They, they certainly, what, he grabbed, some, he grabbed like a half of a sandwich from someone at the zoo, and they're like, Jesus Christ, shoot this thing in the head right now, and they did. Yeah, but we're in a time now like Lolita. Thanks a lot, Cincinnati. You know, where Harambe Lolita. probably would have just been let back into the jungle. If what happened then had happened, was now. it a half of a sandwich or was it a human being? It might have been a, a yeah. toddler that was Small in there, baby. but I like to remember <laughs> that you know he just grabbed sandwich. some guy's yeah, peanuts or sandwich, and they they weren't okay with that. <laughs> he carried the kid by its diaper. He was trying to protect him, brother. Yeah, he was. You, did you ever go to Circleville and see these fucking zebras? Was this like a, a tourist attraction? Not, uh, not in the Hawk household, and it was not. But, but I it, would. I'd take my kids to see it now. What, was it a public thing, or was this guy just hanging out with zebras? Like, were they? I think there's zebra? a lot of people. A lot of people like this. If you if you had six zebras, I need to know what other animals he had. They saved the guy's arm. Okay, they saved oh, they the guy's did. arm. Okay. I didn't know if Zito said it was a hunting. Is it a hunting place? Like, is it an exotic hunting? Uh, it I don't think really you can have say, them. But it them. says it's not illegal to own those zebras in wow. the article. So I'm guessing you Ohio, know. just whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. any animals. They're How not considered do you dangerous. want it to me? Ohio, you can literally buy anything. Yeah. And keep it there. That's yep. why it's the best. They just uh, classify it as a freak thing that happened. Yeah, thing. normally the zebra's real kind. Yeah. Real freak thing. A zebra bit a man's arm off in Ohio. Uh, let's hope it's an anomaly. Mm -hmm. Let's hope those zebras don't like the taste of blood. Yeah. A lot of blood over there in Ohio. Ain't that right, AJ? What are the other zebras? No, there's five other zebras. What are they going to do? Well, it seems like there's some bitch-ass zebras in there. Let one of them kind of <laughs> go do all the work. And uh, I would assume if you just saw... <laughs> all right, before we get out of here, Pac, let's go ahead and win some. You go, go Pac, man. Hey, Pac, let's go ahead. You should get one. A zebra? You have all that sweet. space. You could fence it in. You could have lions, tigers, everything. I need like a goat or whatever. Like the thing that just like kind of... Goats, sheep? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you you could definitely have goats, Roman. Get little miniature goats. They're cool. They'll eat the weeds. Yeah. I want a miniature bucking bull before I get in. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. I went to the rodeo one time, saw a rodeo clown was riding on a miniature bucking bull. 
And I said, well, I want one of those for sure. Mm-hmm. Big old horns. It did the bucking. I was like, oh, there's a party trick. I was like, I'll just ride a fucking miniature bucking. Yeah. People come over to the house. Wait till I bust open this barn and I come out of there on this little tiny oh, little rock. That'd be so <laughs> Miniature bucking boy. Oh, holy shit. Have a cowboy hat on. I mean, I'd be. So f- sweet. Yeah. I thought about this all. And then I asked him what the price was. I want all the. <laughs> I talked to the farm that has them, obviously, over there in yeah. Dakotas. Yeah. What did they say? You take great care of them. Yeah, he said they're big time assholes. Like, yeah, I need. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> these things are very rude. Yeah, you're going to have to really take care of them. And that day will come. Maybe some goats. I think so. You take care of it. I think so. Simple. I've heard those. Yeah. What's that, pal? You don't have to do them for a goat, do you? No, I guess these things are real fucking assholes. Like, mm-hmm. hold grudges and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you got to be real nice to them. Yeah. So me just straddling that thing ain't going to be. Yeah, he's probably not going to love it. No, it won't be casual. But maybe a zebra, if I learn that not all of them bite people's arms like they do in Ohio. Sure. Pac, you're in, you're in a good spot. Were you shooting from here? I don't know. I'm going back down there. I don't know if you're in the camera. No, you're good. You're supposed to be in the camera. You're fucking Adam Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Pac, Pac, you rattled out last hour. Yeah, you can do this. Uh, AJ, anything to say to Pac-Man? I mean, that first one he shot looked like it was in three different times. It so this should have been. Yeah, it was kind of like that Happy Gilmore putt when he goes to the putting <laughs> thing and it's a clown. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what the hoop did. Yeah. yeah. This time it's not going to do that. No. This time that thing's going to be wide. Oh, look. Good grab. Great shoes. Nice. Sick shoes, too. Little plastic liner on the shoes. Good hey, this is a good fit today, Pac. Good fit today. If Adam Pac-Man Jones is able to make this shot, we call it the moon shot. Oh, it looks so good. From the opposite foul line. This shot's brought to you by Bush Bavaria. There's an especially dirty Bill McComas on the floor. Looks like you might Bang. be smoking a little something. Hey, let me know when the practice shots are out of the way. Oh, <laughs> all right, all right, another one. All right, real shot start hey, now. Real shot? Real shot. All right. If Adam Pac-Man Jones is able to make the moon shot here in the Thunderdome, we'll give 10 free marches to anybody who... Oh. Good shot, good shot. Shot back. Got plenty left. Ball back. Got a lot plenty of balls. left. Nothing Ball but time. If Adam Pac-Man Jones is able to bury this moon shot... Oh, okay. Top of bricks to the side. You got it. Top of bricks, there's no bonus ball bounce. No, no, no. <laughs> if Adam Pac-Man Jones is able to bury this moonshot from the opposite foul line, we'll give 10 people some free merchants from store.patmacfishow.com. All you have to do is retweet this video and say something nice to somebody. Make the world a better place. You automatically be entered. Could win some free merchants. All we need is Adam Pac-Man Jones to drain this moonshot. Bonus ball, come back over here. There you go. Bonus ball, coming. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh. oh. He said no. no. Bonus ball didn't leave. Oh, jeez. No. We all thought it was a very aggressive decision to try to do that one again. You know. That first one. We're first all super one. optimistic. The first one ruined it. You want to throw this one into a hoop? There's lights. There's lights. There's lights. More than we had at the beginning, but not enough yet. <laughs> Almost there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if Adam Pac-Man Jones can bury this throw, as if he's Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Good line. Gage, good Just gauge. Low. Ladies gauge. and gentlemen, all we need is losing balls. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Good line. Adam Pac-Man Jones <laughs> makes this shot. Turn people. Boom. Oh, that's the one. Oh, that was a good fake, though. Yeah, you run a little RPO there. Yeah. I like that. Point. Shot hurt. Shot hurt. Oh, way right there. Quiet. 
Oh, you're going to make this one. Here Ladies and gentlemen, all Adam Pac-Man Jones has to do is make this on his first shot. If he does, we'll give 10 people some free merches from store.patmacvishow.com. Okay. Good legs. Not a quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. Not a quarterback. Whistle, whistle tip. Oh, yeah. Modulator. Get it, you know. Calibrated. 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 Who wasn't open today? Today won today. Sorry, right, we always got tomorrow, don't we, boys? Hell yeah! Right. Well, until we don't. So we gotta live like Whoa. today I'm is. Dying. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout What's out Jeremy Chris? Piven up? Good question. Probably filming Sweetwater, hanging out with the fellas. Probably peeking right now. Did, Sweetwater <laughs> next Friday. What did I miss? It'll be out then. You didn't miss anything? What are you talking Wait, about? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Then what's happening? What do you mean? Nothing. We're just shooting the <laughs> What I mean? I don't know, dude. You're on the no cuck Buckeye cruise at the time. That's uh-huh. right. Okay. No, I was here when Piven came on. Oh, so you heard it? Which part? What do you mean? Well, He's promoting the movie. He has a new job. Uh, all right, let's get the fuck out. If we have to tell you, you don't know. <laughs> all right, don't, you're right. I don't know, but I'll I look forward to it. Listen, now that you're president of Ohio, you'll be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We got faith. Um, big thank you to Dan Orlovsky and Rapport and to all the people that called in on the Five Energy phone line. Yes. We appreciate the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of big-time things happening around our particular universe, more specifically what? gambling in the baseball realm. It's Dinger Tuesday, Ooh. which means if you place a pre-live straight $25 to hit a home run wager on any of the MLB games today – you can get a $5 bonus for each dinger hit by both teams in the game, max $25 per game. First, you know, maybe next time let's just write it out. Nice. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to bet on that. You could have read it before we went live, but that's not your style. No, it isn't. I would like to add in to the fact that you didn't read once from that book that you stapled notes in during the uh, wedding. No, that's not true. I had to read. I actually, if you look at the video all the way to the end, I even read, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time as married. Oh, really? I thought you didn't use it at all. Yeah, I had to read like the like the vow stuff and the exchange of the ring stuff. I didn't know uh, those exact words. Well, you did a you good, did good job. job. That was, that was job. fun. It was fun. Thank you. Really good job. You, you did a great. Not just, I mean, yeah. you did phenomenal compliments from people. Everybody. A lot yeah, of people. people. Nobody people compliments nice. the service, really. Normally people are like, that was an interesting service. It was really cute. It was emotional and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Certainly was emotional, yeah. which I believe is because of you. I was a little, no, I was rattled from the beginning because everyone was so emotional. I was like, man, I'm not used to this. It was so beautiful, wasn't it? It was fun. Yeah, yeah it was very fun. It was a gorgeous wedding. It's my, the best time I ever had in Pittsburgh history. So thank, nice. thank you, Nick. How about that? No, thank Carter. you, Pac. Thank, thank, thank you. Nice. Thank you, Pac, man. <laughs> and Joe, he had a good time, too. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Joe was dressed like an asshole. Joe was dressed like a fucking hey, asshole. Hey, Jay, he come in. I said, all right, Joe, we, we going to. He asked me what I was wearing. I was like, yo, I'm wearing a nice little suit, boom, boom, shoes, and a pair of red bottoms. He's like, well, I got my best shirt. Joe walks in in a fucking hoodie. Yeah, it was terrible. Hood and, up and with a hat on. Yep. <laughs> I've seen the sweats and the hoodie combination that he wore on the. Uh, Jason Hansen, no, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen, yeah. Catch a predator. Yeah, catch a predator. Please be seated. 15 to 20 times. This is a black tie affair that's happening. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, we've been too nice to this fucking guy. (laughs) This guy thought he could show up at one of our weddings look like this. We've been way too nice to this fucking guy. Imagine this, though. Walking in with me, I'm not. There's only two black guys there with all Italians. (laughs) All of them. Uh huh. All of them. And you know how they dress. Hair is boom. (laughs) 
Yep. Yes. Bingo. Yep. Very did. Yeah. Well said. Everybody was very yeah. did. Did he think? Did Joe think that this was like, hey, I'm, I'm, this, this is sweet. I look good. I think so. Cool. Yeah, he did. Batman told him black tie. I think he got a black him. shirt and just showed up in gym shorts. <laughs> oh my god. Nonetheless, Nick got married. Confidence. Pac, you are a blast at the party. You need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to you, your wife, and family for coming. And also, today is a massive day. You know, because not only is it, whoa, big day Tuesday, April 18th. Not only is it the day we break some news. It's also the day that an absolute legend was born. Mm -hmm. Connor, you have crushed everything in this world has given you. We're incredibly proud of you. Congrats on another trip around the sun. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Connor. Happy birthday to you. Hey, we're proud of you, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. That's a keto cake. Nice. Hope you made a good wish. Nice. Happy birthday, pal. We're proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's always fun coming in here. But uh, unfortunately, I changed my birthday. You know, you can change anything these days. So I decided, you know, let's move it down to November. So, you know. November 5th is my new birthday. That's but my brother's birthday. Remember, Boom. remember, the 5th oh. of November. There you go. What else can you change? Anything, Anything you want. want. All right. Happy birthday. That is not how this should have went, but we we're all very <laughs> happy proud birthday, of you. Happy birthday, Con Man. And we happy love you, man. Good day. Good day. Love you guys. Happy birthday, Connor. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited it. to try that keto cake. Looks good. I'm trying to get back into ketosis after a hell of a Hard to imagine this is keto. It is. It is. Had to order it literally. One of the first times our offices thought ahead. Here we go. Zito, ain't that right? Funny story on that one. Yes, sir. Zito said, hey, uh, so you were not in the room, mm -hmm. but uh, you know how the Thunderdome go, echoes and stuff. Zito came up to me and said, you want to? I said, what was that? Channeling my inner Belichick, by the way. There you so, go. He said, tomorrow's Devon. You're going to have to say it one more fucking time, Zito. You know? I don't just say it. He goes, I don't want to speak too loud. Tomorrow's Connor's birthday. Do we want to get a keto cake? I said, that's what you said the first two times. Holy fuck. I did not hear that <laughs> at all. But then I said, yes, absolutely. Brilliant. Zito made this whole thing happen. I think that's a keto cake, right, Zito? Yep. Uh, the baker actually backed out, but we had a cooking from my house yesterday. So, Wow. That is a that's, fully keto cake. That's unbelievable. Are you serious? 0% sugar, yes. Holy hell. Thank Ooh, you to the Zito house. Thank you, Zito Coco. Coco. And happy birthday, Con Man. But yeah, Thank we you. thought about you because we love you, buddy. Hey, I appreciate yeah. it. I love you guys too. This does look unbelievable. If Exciting. that's no grams, I mean, I'm. Yeah. Looks good. That's lunch, I think. Seriously. For you. All right, let's get to a break. We're back tomorrow. Uh, why don't you tell something nice to somebody? You know? You might make somebody's day. You might change their life just by saying a compliment to them. And if it's something that you know they took a lot of time on, like an absurd haircut, a ridiculous jacket, stupid shoes, Compliment that and just keep it moving. Because at some point, they had to make that decision. And they had to, it weighed heavy on their mind. So it's not a bad thing to walk up to somebody with grotesque hair mm -hmm. and say, hey, love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then walk away. Let somebody else be the bearer of the bad truth. Mm -hmm. You be the person that emphasized how great of a decision that they made that was a difficult one. Because that's going to make them feel better and maybe make them have an incredible day. Which, who are we to judge? You have a good time. You do you. So say something nice to somebody. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow with a big-time program. We're going to Chef Bo's. Goodbye.